bankofamericaresound.org. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. But I do know it's Friday. What's up? Friday, March 30th. It is your morning ritual. With me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, oh boy, uh, it's now discovered that Andrew McCabe, the disgraced number two guy at the FBI, lied four times. Four times to, well, to Jim Comey, to uh, the Inspector General. I mean, this guy is just on the record lying, and that's breaking the law. This McCabe guy, I tell you, I tell you about this McCabe. It's not looking good for him. He went on a go, he started a GoFundMe account, by the way, to try to raise money for his legal bills, despite the fact that he's worth between 10 and $11 million. But hey, and then there were idiots that actually gave it to him. I mean, I can't blame him. I can't blame him. Second thing. That I think you need to know. I don't know why or how, but what, but Jeff Sessions refused. He's like, listen, I don't think this whole investigation into the Department of Justice and the FBI and the fact that they have, uh, the bigwigs in those departments have totally colluded and screwed up the whole FISA process. We don't need a special counsel. We'll just have people from those same departments investigate them. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And we'll do our investigation. U.S. attorney from the Department of Justice will investigate the Department of Justice. It's going to be good. It's going to work out well. Third thing, I think you need to know the White House right now reviewing a plan to restrict immigrants, legal immigrants, use of government programs. Because you know, remember the whole thing that uh, immigrants are not supposed to, uh, for five years, they're not supposed to use any government benefits, they're not supposed to come here and be a, uh, a drag on society and taxpayers. Well, they still get government benefits, so Trump and his people are like, no more, and they're reviewing uh, ways to restrict this. And, uh, and if, they, if these immigrants do try to do this, they might be denied uh, green cards, extended visas, you name it. Thank goodness. It's our tax dollars. Three things I think you need to know. And there's something else that happened, too, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, I, I didn't make a chance to mention this yesterday. Tucson Police Chief Chris Magnus, who still hasn't contacted me, by the way. And I feel really, really left out and sorry about that. I mean, I do. Uh, he tweeted something about praising Regina Romero, which... Par for the course, right? Right? Par for the course. Mm-hmm. Right? Par for the course. So, I'll get to that tweet, but apparently Chris Magnus uh, blew a red light. Turning left, he thought it was yellow, it was red, he, get, he got pulled over. He was pulled over by one of his few officers that's remaining on the force. What is true? And look, he seemed nice, except when the officer asked him for his license registration. Then you can see Magnus is like, really, dude? No one's above the law. His name is Chris Magnus, not Steven Seagal. We're all out for justice. <laughs> so anyway, you got to hear this. I'll put the video on my uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. You can like it. You can follow it. That way you can see it. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, so Magnus 
Let's start with 101. He, I, he's in a he's not in a police car. He's in a city car. He gets you know part of the part of the gig for being police chief. You get a nice sweet car. I don't blame him for that. So he gets a sweet ride, and he gets pulled over by uh, by some. You know, everyday police officer. Guy, he's putting his life on the line every single day. Good for him. And you can tell this officer, as soon as he sees Magnus, he gets a little bit nervous. He must be. He sounds young. Magnus has no idea who he is. We'll get to that. But this is what happened. Here we go. Hello, sir. How you doing? I saw you there, but I wouldn't have gone through if I didn't think it was still yellow when I did it. Sorry about that. It looked like it was red. It looked no, like you barely I'm sorry. missed it, sir. I certainly had no idea. I, I thought right. I was on pretty safe ground because I saw you sitting there, and I mm-hmm. thought I wasn't going to go through it. Yeah, it looks like you barely missed it on the yeah, yellow side. Sorry about that. My mistake. That's, it's it's uh, probably not a good idea even on yellow, so I, I appreciate that you're out here doing yeah. What you doing? Yeah. So uh, registration, license, uh, <laughs> proof of insurance, sir. I'm guessing I need all that. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna put the video up, and you just gotta see um, Magnus. This is all all on uh, uh, body cam, and Magnus like, uh huh, mm hmm, mm hmm. What's your name? That guy was on deadly ground. You're going to be a meter maid after this. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an executive decision. So anyway, <laughs> Magnus, uh, you know, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have gone on yellow. And I didn't realize it's my brother-in-law is a police officer in Detroit. It actually is illegal for you to go on yellow. As soon as it's not green, you're supposed to slow down. What? What? Aren't you supposed to s- speed stop? up on yellow? No. no. <laughs> yes. Go faster. Uh, but stop if it's if it's safe for you to stop without like slamming your That's brakes. That's the on. whole thing. Yeah. And so it's a judgment call in that aspect. So if you're sitting at like an arrow and it turns yellow, doesn't all of a sudden mean you go. You're supposed right. to just sit there and wait for the next round. Right. So I guess Magnus didn't follow the law. And uh, well, did did he get a ticket? I know what you're thinking. Did he really get a ticket? Did that really happen? Let's play the next one, 102. Here we go. This is the police officer with Chief Magnus. Here we go. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I give warning, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. As I said, I wouldn't have, uh, if, I, if I thought it was, uh, trust me, I, I know this is a tough, tough intersection, so I would yeah. not be. Uh, oh, it's all right, sir. I appreciate that I, if I got it wrong. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all right, sir. Have a good night, all right? Take care. What's your first name? Adrian Harrison, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I, I, I appreciate that you do traffic enforcement. I try, sir. I know it's hard. Yeah, you do. Yes, definitely, sir. Have a good night. Oh, yes, you do try, don't you? Oh, no. So that happened, which is nice. What? What's your name? What's your name? Gets a warning. So now precedent has been set. Oh, it's been set. Next time you get a ticket, next time you get a ticket or you get pulled over, you should expect a warning as well. I mean, shouldn't you? Especially when you like blow a red light. That's not, and it's like you went flying through at 80 miles an hour, I'm assuming. He just went with the arrow was there, but shouldn't you expect a warning? I, I got my first ticket in like, geez, must've been 16. Well, this is going back. Actually, I'm sorry. This is going back probably around five years. Four years, I got a ticket driving to work on Oracle going 50 and a 40. Too fast. Which is slow for me. So 50 and 40, (laughs) 
And and the guy pulled me over and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just headed to work. Okay. And then he comes back. No warning. Gave me a ticket. And there was nobody on the road. I felt like I was a danger. Well, in California, they teach you you can drive within the, the conditions of the road. So if it's... This ain't California. If it's one o'clock in the morning and it's totally clear, and there's nobody on the streets. You can break. You can potentially speed and not be pulled over. Mm, well, not here apparently. No. Maybe they just needed the money. Who knows? I did not get a warning. If I get pulled over, I'm going to say, "Hey, wh- it's just discriminatory. How come the chief gets a warning and I get a ticket?" And I think you should do the same thing. Of course, I'm going to make fun of this. How can you not? How can you not? But what do you do at that point if you're that police officer? Do you see the chief? You pull him over. I, if he doesn't ask for if he doesn't ask for license to registration, wouldn't she be like, "Aren't you supposed to do your job?" Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But considering it's on body cam, people would say, "Of course, you better ask to do your job." At one point, I didn't put it in. The, I, I didn't have uh, Jasmine put the audio in where the officer's like, "Well, I assume it's a city vehicle." He goes, "I assume the video vehicle's in your name," and Magnus is like, "No, it's a city vehicle." And he goes, "Okay, well, I sh- I'm assuming the uh, insurance is up to date then." You don't have to check for the insurance. I'd right, fine, whatever, whatever. So, um, I just thought it was interesting, and uh, and should we make a big deal about this? The fact that he did not receive a ticket. I mean, you think about it. What would have happened to that police officer if he did give the police chief a ticket? Would he have been? Uh, demoted, uh, would, it be, would it have been held against him? I mean, there's always that brotherhood thing where if they pull over a, another officer or a sheriff's deputy or or an officer from a different department, they're all right, I got it. You're, you're part of us. It's all good. It depends who you are. But man, I mean, how do you not, knowing that Magnus has literally decimated the Tucson Police Department and and he has just killed morale, it would have been pretty good. If he just gave him a ticket, wouldn't it? Like, do you think the other officers are going to be mad at this guy because he didn't give Magnus a ticket? And I'm going to get hit up, by the way, all these police officers that um, that that communicate with me in ways that you know how. Please let me know what you think of this situation. And, you know, you know how you communicate with me. So I'm just curious about that. And if you have any other stories of things like this happening in the past, that's all. Right? That's all. But, again, I think precedent has been set. We should all receive warnings before we ever receive tickets. And maybe we should receive warnings at all times. Right? Why not? How do you prove, you know, the thing in the system gave this guy a warning, gave him a warning? Probably not. Or we should test this. We should send Jasmine out this morning to speed down Oracle. uh, In one of the station vehicles. No, in her own car. No, no, in one of the station vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your own car. If you go in the KNST vehicle, you won't stick out or anything. And he won't be targeted by Magnus, I swear. I swear you won't. <laughs> Might get pit maneuvered, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll put that on my Facebook page. I'll put it. I'll tweet it out at Garrett Lewis. I'll stick it on KNST.com as well, because I think it was funny. I think it was really funny. Uh, so we have that, which is, which is nice. All right, coming back in about, uh, in about uh, six minutes. Um, one thing about Worldview. Worldview, uh, you know, they, they're the space balloon company. You know, the taxpayers are on the hook for like, what, 16 million bucks, something like that, 15 million bucks for the construction loan. They just got a uh, a huge infusion of cash, a huge infusion of cash. Um, 
Can they start to pay back things more? Can that happen? I'll just tell you about that coming up. And guess who actually gets more money to give a speech than Hillary Clinton now? Her rates have been cut by 85% because she has no influence. This is awesome. We'll get to that. All that coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. Six twenty nine. Thank you for hanging out. I am. Uh, I was in the process of typing all kinds of things on my Facebook page about the Magnus video because I just find that to be very entertaining. Fifty two outside now. Eighty seven and sunny today. Eighty nine tomorrow. Eighty eight Sunday. Upper eighties throughout next week. Still not in the nineties, which I'm digging. You know, this is cool that we're going to be in April as of uh, what uh, Sunday. Holy smokes! Sunday. Sunday's April first. Yeah, Sunday's April first. Uh, by the way, happy Good Friday, happy Passover, happy Easter on Sunday. Uh, no more bread for me soon. Oh, it's going to be a killer. I still have the carbs, matzah. Ugh. Just eat chocolate, you'll be fine. It's got to be a certain kind of chocolate. Milk chocolate? No, kosher Dark Passover. Chocolate. Anyway, so that's the weather. Uh, I'll, again, I'll put this, that video up at uh, knst.com. So there was another story, Worldview, Worldview, Worldview. The uh, Space Balloon Company got the, you know, the big... Uh, Construction loan, courtesy of the taxpayers, uh, Chuck Huckleberry and the corrupt crew over there at the Board of Supervisors, mortgaged city, uh, county-owned buildings, county-owned buildings. And, um, you know, I remember they got some 40 million dollar contract. It was, I think it was from NASA, like a couple of, uh, last year or the year before. I mean, why are we paying for this stuff? Then the story came in the local paper. Uh, Worldview announced a new investment around a $26.5 million, led by some Silicon Valley private equity investment firm. 26 and a half mil, man. They got that. And then you throw in another, uh, it says here, the funding round included major investments by prior investors, Canaan Partners, Northwest Venture Partners, following earlier private equity financing rounds totaling 22 million. So they've received over, just in the last couple of rounds, 40, what is that? If you want to add that, 40, 48 and a half million dollars. And we still had to build their damn spaceport? Mm-hmm. What is up with that? They should be paying us back with a much more interest. We should be charging them real, actual rental values anyway. So that's cool. Um, Hillary apparently gave a speech at Rutgers University where she once again complained about stuff because that's just what she does. She said, no, nobody tells a man to go home. Actually, we told Mitt Romney to go home. We, we didn't want any more Mitt Romney after he chickened out after that first debate against Obama. We were done with him. So yes, yes, we actually told Jeb Bush to go home. Uh, we told lots of people to go home. John Kasich, we were begging to go home. No. So shut up, you little, you, you loser. That's what she is. She's just a loser. Hillary's just a loser. Well, you're not wrong. She did lose the election. She, she, all she does is lose, lose, lose. She's the opposite <laughs> of DJ Khaled and Trump. So there's a story from NewJersey.com. Hillary got $7,000 less than Snooki for a speech at Rutgers. <laughs> oh, Snooki nice. got set. Snooki gets up there, talks about boozing it up. Uh, doing the Jersey Turnpike, which is when the chicks bend over on the dance floor, grab their ankles, and guys go from behind and ride the turnpike. That's what happens. So she gets paid more. That's what it is. Guys get. She got paid more than Hillary Clinton. Snooky is. It's. It's worth more to hear what Snooky has to say, and Snooky hasn't been relevant in like seven years. Whenever the uh, the, the the Jersey uh, what was it called again? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore went off the air. Yeah. Uh, 
Hillary could have been the leader of the free world. Now she gets paid less than Snooky to give a speech at Rutgers University. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Just go away. I mean, how much money do they need? That's what I want to know. She got paid twenty five grand to speak at Rutgers. And she didn't talk about anything that was good. She just kept talking about how she's complaining it wasn't fair that she lost. Stupid. Matthew McConaughey was paid one hundred thirty five grand plus travel expenses to speak at University of Houston. Uh, awful journalist, failed journalist Katie Couric, one hundred one hundred and ten grand in two thousand six from University of Oklahoma. And Hillary gets twenty five grand from Rutgers. <laughs> Snooky was given thirty-two grand. You know what Snooky said? "Quote: Study hard, party harder." <laughs> I love it. All right, six thirty-four. Well, maybe she but... had a Groupon going. I'll come speak at your That's college. Funny. <laughs> the Groupon is 20, to get Hillary to speak. <laughs> now doing kids' birthday parties. <laughs> Hillary Clinton <laughs> under the uh, DJ name of DJ Fallen. <laughs> DJ Fallen. <laughs> DJ Imbalance. DJ Cackle. You know, maybe you should be a nice guy for once and send her some good feet art supports. No. No. <laughs> she, could pay, she got paid 25 grand for that speech. She could afford to pay for the, the good feet art <laughs> I can send her your endorsement. Can you imagine trying to, that poor salesperson trying to help her get, hey, what are you doing? I'm not supposed to do that. Don't touch me. Can you imagine that? It's Friday. Friday. All right, I love this. California, Starbucks is getting exactly what it deserves. They love the big government. Now, big government is uh, is closing in on them. They have to put death warnings on their coffee now. I'll explain coming up. Here's Fox. Slash radio. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? 639. It's Friday. Good Friday. You know what's crazy? Uh, A year ago, on Good Friday, I was in New York City seeing Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden for my 40th birthday. And my birthday was not on Good Friday, but it was around there. It's like the fastest year of my life. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's crazy. Uh, and we're told by people with children, and Ryan, you have children, that it only gets faster when you have kids because, like, it's just, you know, it's the every year they go to a different grade and blah, 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 blah. So it just goes by much more quickly every single year. It's insane how this has happened. At one point, they're eight, then they're 18. Seriously. Yeah, uh, and then you're you're like living alone with just you and your spouse, and you're like, great, let's have a party without the kids. <laughs> they <laughs> have our clothes. Nesters. Walk around. Oh my God, <laughs> that's all we needed to know. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jim Jordan revealing that uh, they know Andrew McCabe lied to investigators, lied to Jim Comey, lied basically four times, four times. How about that? Four times. Um. Second thing I think you need to know, lawmakers are mad as hell at Jeff Sessions for not uh, saying, yes, we're going to have a special counsel investigate the FBI, the Department of Justice, because of all the crazy stuff they've done with FISA and the, and, and the warrants and the whole process and the lying and the deceiving, all the evidence, the documents show, all the lying, all the corruption. You really should have an independent counsel on that. And he's, nope, I don't need that. We're going to have a U.S. attorney, which is someone from the Department of Justice, investigate this. So they're investigating themselves. 
the hell is Jeff Sessions even thinking, right? What is going on? This is insane. Insane. Uh, Third thing, I think you need to know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but I like this one. The Trump administration is working on ways to stop immigrants from mooching off the system. Immigrants are not supposed to come here and be a drain on taxpayers. That's not how it's supposed to work, and Trump is trying to crack down on that. We'll get to that. Three things I think you need uh, to know. So, um, man, oh man, I'm just, we, we'll, we'll say really quick about Hillary again. Edit. Uh, DJ Fallen. DJ, what, what, what did we say during the break? It was very, it was very funny. As soon as we went, we had another big, big one that was. We were, oh, this is killing me. I meant to talk about yeah, it. It's flashes of brilliance, man. They yeah, it is. And, and then no more. Um, oh, 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 warning labels. Because we're going to talk about Starbucks <laughs> in California. Warning labels for Hillary's speech. <laughs> death warning labels. This speech may cause death. <laughs> in the state of California. Exactly. Um, this is insane. And it's not just Starbucks. It's every coffee company. Uh, but a, a wacky judge... Ruled on this, Starbucks has to put a cancer warning on coffee sold in California. Oh, those those peaceful Starbucks baristas with their, you know, good vibes and stuff. Can you imagine, like, you know, all right, I have a uh, uh, an ice mocha frappe latte, double twist, sugar free vanilla crap, blah blah blah, and they write the name on it, and they got to slap that. This may kill you. <laughs> Oh, listen, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. But listen, Starbucks and the founder, he's no longer like running things, right? Uh, Uh, Schultz. Schultz. Yeah, no. He's no longer running things. But he has always called for government to do stuff and blah, blah, blah. Well, here you go, man. You're getting it now. Starbucks has to put a cancer warning on coffee that's sold in California. So apparently the coffee can only, you're only warned if you're in California. If you're in Arizona, well, you're not warned. Because this is, but this is garbage, though. This is garbage. Uh, there was a lawsuit going back to 2010. 2010. But before that, this is what's crazy. The judge ruled um, Starbucks and other coffee sellers have to put a cancer warning on coffee sold in California, possibly expo- exposing the companies to millions of dollars in fines. Now, the best thing that Starbucks can do, if this really could be a threat to them, leave. Say, so, you know what, California? We don't want to be on the hook for millions and millions and millions of dollars of lawsuits. It's not worth it to do business here. You chase business out, let's leave. Wouldn't that be a hell of a statement? Now, Starbucks never will. You know, I wonder, they probably make more staying in there with the threat of lawsuits and possibly getting one versus just leaving. Man, a little known, not this is from the Daily Mail, a little known not-for-profit group sued some 90 coffee retailers, including Starbucks saying they were violating a California law requiring companies to warn consumers of chemicals in their products that could cause cancer. Again, Hillary's speech could cause cancer, could cause brain cancer, right? Could cause stupidity, could cause your high blood pressure. Did they get any money out of this? Not yet, but it's only going to cost. Uh, it's I, Who knows? These, these, these You know everything, pretty much. Are of course, eventually you will, everybody gets it. Eventually, if you live long enough. Get something. Yeah. Um, it says here, one of the chemicals is, if I pronounce this correctly, acrylamide. It's a byproduct of roasting coffee beans that's present in high levels in brewed coffee. 
So you have an L.A. Superior Court judge named Elihu Beryl, Burley, uh, whatever, said in a decision dated Wednesday, Starbucks and other companies failed to show there was no significant risk from a carcinogen produced in the coffee roasting process. So I'm thinking, okay, wait a second. They failed to show it? Did anybody, did the, did the other people prove that whatever that, that chemical is actually does cause cancer? When did in America you have to fail to prove that it doesn't? I, I thought you have to prove that it does. I'm sorry. Did you forget all these women accusing people of, of stuff yeah, without, without evidence? But, but that's not in the court of law. I'm just saying. That's just in the court of public opinion. Okay, okay. But you, I get you on that. So Starbucks and other defendants have until April 10th to file objections to the decision. Starbucks didn't comment. Of course not. It would be too mean and stuff like that. Um, this little-known... Nonprofit, or I don't know, it's in the National Coffee Association. Hang on. They said, of course, cancer warning labels on coffee would be misleading. The government, the, apparently, the, the federal government's own dietary guidelines state coffee can be part of a healthy lifestyle. But you can't believe the government. Listen, you go back a long time, you know, it's all lobbyists. People wanted to get, uh, put me in the food pyramid, and they'd have somebody lobby the government, put me in there so that my client can sell more bread and this. The food pyramid's a scam. This is healthy. You should get this. You should get that. Get out of here. Um, so this is going to affect not just Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, any place that sells coffee in the state of California. The lawsuit was filed in 2010 by the Council for Education and Research on Toxics. They go by CERT. Oh, yeah. So it costs for fines as large as $2,500 per person for every exposure to the chemical since 2002. This is crazy. This is crazy. Starbucks lost the first phase of the trial. It failed to show the level of acrylamide in coffee was below that which would pose a significant risk of cancer. In the second phase of the trial, uh, defendants failed to prove there was an acceptable alternative risk, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, it's just so strange. I, Starbucks basically said this is garbage because whatever this chemical is, it's gone when you brew it, it the whole brewing process. Where, have people died from coffee cancer? Over years? I mean, has that happened? Not that I'm aware of. I've been chugging it to try to keep myself healthy, and I don't yeah. think it's uh Here's the, here's the funny now? thing. Ryan, Ryan, this, was it this week or last week you started this? It was this week. All of a sudden, I heard what sounded like, and we drink a lot of coffee here. We get up really early. Yeah, you hear that? It sounds like you're going to the bathroom, and I'm like, what is that sound? It makes me have to go pee. And Ryan is now brewing his coffee with a French press in the studio. He is such a man, he drinks with his pinky up when he brews the coffee with a French press. Which, by the way, that's not good for you. What? The French press. The French, isn't it the French, I thought like the, the, the best way to have coffee, because a coffee is, here's the, what's funny, I read coffee is like fantastic for you, because it has like the second most antioxidants, I think next to either blueberries or chocolate. Okay. So that's why it's suppo- you're supposed to drink it, because it can help you actually fight cancer. Now these, these, Nut jobs are claiming that it causes cancer without any proof, and the judge goes along with it. Anyway, Ryan, what are you getting at? I'm saying that Ryan uh, Ryan is now brewing coffee the French style, but I read the French style that doesn't have as many antioxidants, not nearly as good for you. Uh, the Colombian way, or the Colombian bean—that's what I read. 
like 11 years ago, New York News and World. Wait, 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 wait. You're talking about Colombian beans as opposed to the method of using a or, French yeah, press maybe, to brew. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, there were some way to brew. There are different ways to brew coffee. Fake news. Oh, stop it. I am calling fake I got it. I'm going to Google it now. You. you shut up. The <laughs> French way to do it is is not good for you. The French roast? That's what it is, the French roast. Okay, yeah, the French roast is a darker roast. So what the hell are you doing? A French press? French press. You're doing Colombian beans with a French press. I'm doing whatever I get. Why are you appropriating the cultures? <laughs> I love appropriation. You're not French or Colombian. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi? What it's funny, though, is just to hear Ryan. It sounds like a diner in here, and Ryan's pouring this big thing of coffee. He's like, you want something? I'm like, when did this start? It's like Kramer. It's like Kramer just doing crazy things. What kind of toast in a do random, you want? Like, all of a sudden, I'm making a salad in the shower. I installed, <laughs> I installed the... Uh, salad shooter. <laughs> no, but, but he installed the, uh, whatchamacallit, the food... What's in your food kitchen processor? Sink? No, 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 in the, in the kitchen sink. Garbage disposal. Yes, in, in his bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Uh, that. That's Ryan is the Kramer of the show. Look, I just appreciate good coffee. And if I got to do this on my own, then I'll do it. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure the coffee in the kitchen is good for, like, you know, sealing tires and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Who makes it? Uh huh. So there we have that. All right. So anyway, but see, deep, deep down, you're just like, you know. Enough this, is enough? No, this, this is, you know, Starbucks. It's everybody, but Starbucks is the biggest. So they're always going to get, you know, the target. But it's just funny how, again, Starbucks with the genius thing, let's talk about racism, let's do this. All of a sudden, they might get crushed by, um, by far left groups, they're like, wait, but we are a far left group <laughs> for Starbucks. I get it. I get it. Leave me no, alone. No, no, I do. I do. Kind of. You know how does this hurt the uh, the small uh, farmers that are trying to farm in? Is it called uh, equal equal something or other? Uh, oh, the fair fair trade. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, seriously. Like, what about the they're roasters? trying to kill everybody? The small roasters in in, in the state of California are doing like uh, boutique style coffee drinks that roast their own beans and da 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 da. Well, yeah. they, apparently they try to kill people. What? That's what this lawsuit said. It causes cancer. Let's get some coffee. Why? It causes cancer. I mean, what a bunch of fun haters these people are. Mm-hmm. Everything about, they're like the environmental wackos. Now they're going after coffee. What's next? What can they do next? I mean, big enough burgers. You can't have a burger. It causes cancer. Global warming. Can't have this. Causes, ugh. People are making my head spin. All right, 651. Uh, 710 this morning. There's new information coming out, new data. About the March for Our Lives. Speaking of that, talk about causing cancer. No, it's for life, whatever. Uh, the kind of people that were at the March for Our Lives rally, event, whatever the hell it was, is not what the media wants you to believe. I don't even know if the media knows. The age, the political savviness or enthusiasm, were they even there for gun control? Wasn't it a gun control rally? Wait till you hear the amount of people that were even weren't they, they weren't even there for gun control. Why were they there? Oh, it makes perfect sense. We'll get to that at seven ten this morning. Um, and I'll tell you what, we're going to play a couple quick sound bites from Jim Jordan and maybe Mark Meadows. It's very important uh, about uh, why why there is a need for a special counsel because of the lying and how they know there's lying. And the DOJ, they're all the DOJ won't turn over evidence, and now they're investigating themselves as to why they won't turn over evidence. It's it's crazy. And Jeff Sessions won't get off his butt and do the right thing. We'll get to that coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Video. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200.
Hello, it's 7.06. It's Friday. It's your morning ritual. It's what you do. Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Let's switch it around. Number one, lawmakers are pissed. Jeff Sessions said no special counsel, no second special counsel to investigate all of the stuff that we already know is happening, all the corruption, the lies at the top of the Department of Justice and the FBI. Yes, the DOJ is well. Remember Bruce Orr, his wife working for, uh, um, why can't I remember the, the the group that created the stupid dossier that paid for Fusion GPS, GPS, Fusion GPS, right? And then you had the FBI lying about what was on it. They created this. Despite all this that we know, and then the story that came out, we talked about it yesterday, um, with the collusion with the Obama White House and the CIA, FBI, Harry Reid. Jeff Sessions like, nah, I'm just going to have a U.S. attorney from Utah uh, investigate. And he's part of the Department of Justice, by the way. He's a United States attorney. What is Jeff Sessions friggin' thinking? And people are mad. I mean, this is ridiculous. So you get a made-up BS thing about the dossier that gets an actual uh, special counsel. And made up on nothing. And this is actual facts. And it gets nothing. It doesn't get a special special counsel to investigate. It, Jeff Sessions is is awful. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Andrew McCabe, uh, according to uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, now, know he, now we know he lied four times, four times to investigators, to Jim Comey, you name it. This guy is not very credible. He's only the number two guy at the FBI, which is another reason why you need another special counsel. How about that? I mean, it, it's really coming out about this guy. Third thing, I think you need to know White House. They are reviewing a plan to restrict immigrants' use of government programs because... Well, by law, they're not supposed to come here and use government programs. They're not supposed to be a uh, just 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 a, an anchor, just just a, an albatross around society's neck. They're not supposed to be able to use the programs. That's not that's not how it's supposed to work. You come here and you get free stuff. No, You're supposed to come here and be able to do it on your own. Crazy. Three things I think you need to know. I'm hoping that Trump does do well. Get into details. I'm hoping he does do that. So we have that. All right. And now it's been um, almost a week since that March for Our Lives, which, by the way, came up with zero suggestions on how to secure schools, stop school shootings, everything else. It was just for gun control. Right. But then you get this. Then This is incredible. I saw different different estimates of the media. NBC said 800,000 people were there, which is no. CBS said 200,000 people. Media. Fake news. Do they even know? And then there's a story from out of all places, the Washington Post that caught my attention. You ready for this? Story from the Washington Post. Here's who actually attended the March for Our Lives. And in parentheses, no, it wasn't mostly young people. But all you heard from lawmakers, oh, these young people are the future. Oh, they're the best. Oh, this is the best. It wasn't the young people? What's going on? It's by somebody named Dana R. Fisher. And she is a uh, a doctor. She's a professor of sociology at the University of Maryland. She's writing American Resistance. I wonder what that's about, Trump. <clears throat> anyway, so she writes this. She was there, and it's not what the media tells you. She writes, with the help of some well-resourced benefactors, including Oprah Winfrey and George Clooney, the survivors organized an extraordinary rally in D.C. and sister marches around the country in, in a mere six weeks. So she admits that the media, by the way, still acted as if it was like this big grassroots organized by these kids as if they can pull this thing off. Good luck. 
This woman writes, Dana Fisher writes, however, the young faces of the advocates have created an assumption that youth and students are the core of the movement. My research tells a different story about who participated in the March for Our Lives, and it's more complicated and less well-packaged for prime time. Oh. So she's doing research on her for her book, American Resistance. She's been working with a research team to survey protesters at all the large-scale protest events in Washington since Trump's inauguration. She'd snake through the crowd, she writes, sampling every fifth person at designated increments within the staging area. All this stuff, all this statistical analysis, right? It's what she's doing. So she said, my surveys have have collected uh, info from 1,745 protest participants. So during the March for Our Lives, her team sampled 256 people randomly selected. So it gives the chance to provide evidence about who attended the March for Our Lives and why. Okay, you ready? Like other resistance protests and like the previous gun control marches, the March for Our Lives is mostly women. What? Do you know that? Remember, the, vag- the vagina marchers, the women's marchers, they're the ones that organized this whole thing. We talked about that. She writes, whereas the 2017 Women's March was 85% women, the March for Our Lives was 70% women. All right. They were highly educated. 72% had a BA or higher. Well, okay. Contrary to what's been reported in many media accounts, the DC March for Our Lives crowd was not primarily made up of teenagers. Oh, see what happens is that you get, you know, a few teens or a bunch of teens as the featured speakers and it creates the illusion that it's nothing but kids. That's what you see in the news. Oh, it must be all kids. It's kids, kids. And then you have people say kids, kids, kids. It's what they see. This woman writes, only about 10% of the participants were under 18. Would you have thought that would have been that small? Only about 10% of the people there were under 18. The average age of the adults in the crowd, just under 49 years old. But we're told it's a youth movement. I mean, how many times did you see that and hear that from people? The kids. I'm inspired by the kids. The youth. The kids. Mm. She writes, this is older. These participants are older uh, than other marches that she surveyed, but similar to the age of the average participant in the Million Moms March in the year 2000, which was also about gun control. So it's older people than you thought. You ready for this? Participants in the March for Our Lives were also more likely than those at recent marches to be first-time protesters. About 27% of the participants at the March for Our Lives, had never protested before. This group was less politically engaged in general. Oh, only about a third of them had contacted an elected official in the past year, while about three-quarters of the more seasoned protesters had. Okay, even more interesting, you ready for this? The new protesters were less motivated by the issue of gun control. Wasn't, wasn't the whole thing about gun control? She writes, in fact, only 12% of the people who were new to protesting reported that they were motivated to join the march because of the gun control issue. So the people that were new to protesting that decided to get all fired up this one time, only 12% of them said it was because of gun control. This flies in the face of everything you've been told by the media. However, you compare that with 60% of the participants with experience protesting said gun control is the reason. I'm shocked it's not even higher. Like, isn't the point? That's why you know what this whole march was about. We hate Trump. The resistance. We hate Trump. 
That's what this says. Instead, new protesters, she writes, report are being motivated by the issues of peace. 56%. We're marching for peace. And Trump, 42%. So at a gun control, this is no joke, at a gun control, anti-gun, gun control rally, only 12% of new protesters were there for gun control. 42%, they hate Trump. Yep. That's why this is, nothing's going to happen unless you have just a, and you never know, a bunch of wimpy politicians. But I think they see this data too. Because again, their job, unfortunately, in their minds, is to get reelected. And they, they realize that most people aren't agreeing that guns should be banned and all this other stuff, and they're not going to do it. The March for Our Lives protesters more likely to identify as ideologically moderate. I thought that was interesting. Uh, about 16% did so higher than any other protest since the inauguration, but liberal crowds. 79% identified as left leaning, 89% voted for Hillary. Surprised it wasn't 100%. You know, the other 11%, Jill Stein. Watch. <laughs> I wrote in Bernie. So I just thought this was um, just really, really interesting that, I mean, even in my mind, this had literally nothing to do with gun control. Nothing to do with it. Very little, I should say. Very little. It was all about we hate Trump. Any reason. And that's why it's more, it wasn't just, it wasn't the teenagers, it wasn't the kids. It's the people that hate Trump. They're going to try to use any issue that happens in the country, any issue that happens in the news, to try to galvanize mass attention to say Trump sucks. That's all this is about. And they have nothing else. Nothing else. 880-KNST, 880-5678, if you'd like to uh, say anything, you surprised by this? Or is it exactly what you would expect? And again, the media, you can't trust them, whether it's local or not, because the local gets the information from the national guys. And all you heard them say was the young people, the protest, it's red gun, stopping uh, gun violence. This There's nothing there about ending gun violence. It was Trump sucks and peace. Well, peace is ending gun violence. No, it's not. It's got to be actually specific. I thought that was... Uh, I thought it was remarkable. I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Already there, the video of uh, Chief Magnus getting pulled over for uh, uh, turning left on a red arrow. He thought it was yellow. Cop pulled him over. Tucson cop said, no, it's red. But he got a warning, which is what we should always get now, too. Just just warnings. Precedent has been set. Uh, I have more coming up, too, by the way. Uh, it's it's Now it's more than just gun violence at schools. Uh, now minorities that go to this same high school, uh, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas down in Florida. Now more of these students, these minority students say that they are being overlooked. Now it's going into race and anti-cop stuff. You have to hear it to believe it, and I will get it to you coming up in about five minutes. 718, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> 725, thank you for hanging out. By the way, if you want more of me on Saturday and Sunday, and who wouldn't, right? Right? Shut up. Go to my iHeartRadio channel. I actually have a channel, iHeartRadio.com, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. If you want to do it on the app, you can, iHeartRadio app. Download it, it's free, it's easy. If you have it, just search Garrett Lewis. 
And Ryan puts podcasts up of entire shows, interviews, uh, great segments. He cuts them out and specifically highlights them. It's all there. We've had one hell of a week. We've had we've done a lot of things. I can't think of a lot of it off the top of my head, except that I know that it's really good, right? Yeah. It's it's fantastic. It's it's uh, it's really good. It's always uh, really good. Uh, yes, exactly. Why are you questioning the content that no, you create? I know I'm, I'm. I know it's awesome. Uh, like TUSD, and I question the fact that uh, the superintendent there doesn't want to arm teachers. He doesn't want to do that. Doesn't want to arm teachers. He wants to make sure that uh, well. He has security cameras and other stuff. I I give my take on that. Uh, U of A, uh, U of A, U of A, do- a student getting burglarized. TBD not really showing up. The Baptist Church. We did all this stuff. I mean, this was this. Was, you leave it was Monday. Seems like so long ago. Steve Christie, supervisor, on the show Monday, talking about why we should uh, why he supports the first ever sales tax if it comes to it to Pima County to pay for roads. Uh, so it's all there. iHeartRadio channel on demand. You check it out. You listen to what you want. It's fantastic. All right. Uh, let's play. Um, I, I have it over here. I have it over here. Uh, there's a new group of people saying we are being overlooked. Now, all of a sudden, minority students claim that go to the same high school where the shooting happened. They claim that they are not being, I guess, I, I, noticed. I, I don't just just listen to believe it. I'll pause it for details. Am I up over there? Thank you, Jasmine. Here we go. A group of African-American students at Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School say they feel underrepresented and overlooked by the Never Again movement and the media. What? CBS tells Mike Magnolia is live in Parkland with their frustration and their ideas for what? change. Mike? Liz, I'll quote the group. They say in a school of 3,000, 11% is black, and they too want to be seen and heard. Isn't this about keeping school safe? Doesn't matter what color you are. Why? You know, he was. You knew it was going to branch off. We're not getting enough attention. Okay, what, maybe that's why that. What, what is the one of the kids? Uh, uh, Cameron Caskey. He's the one that always talks about. We got to use our white privilege to get it out there. It's not fair. Minorities aren't learning enough. Uh, really? I mean, okay. I'll give you this. This was a horrific school shooting. A lot of people can relate to it. Uh, more people die texting and driving every day. You know, we're talking about, what was the, those adopted kids? Yeah. They, uh, the same-sex couple drove off a cliff. They may have been murdered, though, these kids. Yeah, five kids. Five kids, dead, six just, kids? Six, yeah. eight, dead just like that. Where's the, where's the march? Where's, where's, where's the outrage for that? Where's the background checks? Where's the demands? Uh, south side of Chicago, I get it. Black-on-black violence. We talk about it. Trump talks about it. But just, but just listen. Here we go. The Black Lives Matter movement has been addressing this topic mm. since the murder of Trayvon Martin in 2012. Oh, wow. Yet we have never seen this kind of support for our cause. And we surely do not feel that the lives or voices of minorities are valued as much as those of our white counterparts. Did, are we, really? You didn't get enough attention for the Trayvon Martin situation? Are you kidding? With one, one nut job, George Zimmerman, who thought he was a cop? but defended himself when Trayvon Martin attacked him? Black Lives Matter doesn't get enough attention? Are you serious right now? Look, you know, no. anybody have the guts to ask these, these uh, kids, just like you'd ask, uh, you know, as, as Rush calls him, camera hog? Um, isn't this all about school safety? What's your idea to be safe? What are you talking? And it gets even worse. Listen. Tia Amoy Roberts, standing among friends from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. This group of kids says they feel marginalized in the conversations, the news coverage, and the campaign for change. I am here today with my classmates because we have been sorely underrepresented and in some cases 
misrepresented. What? Dr. Rosalind Osgood is a school board member in Broward County. She helped these students organize and helped them get the media's attention. Oh, and yeah. let's find means and modes of making their voice available so that they can be heard. It is estimated that one in three police officers suffer from untreated post-traumatic stress disorder. When mentally ill police officers are invited to safeguard a traumatized student body, that becomes a recipe for disaster. So now police officers are mentally ill and shooting up schools or not? Or are they, are they trying to say that with, with a guy that didn't go in, the uh, Scott Peterson, the Broward, Shower, uh, Broward County Sheriff's deputy who was a school resource officer, was he suffering from PTSD, which is why he didn't go in? What is he even talking about? What, 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 what? I don't that, know. Now it turns into anti-cop stuff. All because of one nut job that decided to shoot up the school and the FBI and the sheriff's deputies and the sheriff's department didn't do their damn job. Hang on. Police need to stay in the perimeter of our schools. Those chosen to work at schools should receive PTSD counseling and special diversity training. Wow. We are proud diversity to say training. that we're from Douglas. We are proud to say that those who are at, in the front are doing a great job. But we also, as you can see, have so much to say. What does it mean? 880-KNST, 880-5670. This is insane. Hang on, let's finish it. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Am I good? Okay. Fair enough. That last young lady that you heard from, Mei-Ling Ho-Shing, has been featured in press conferences with Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Mm. and she's also been covered by USA Today. So where are you not getting coverage and attention? You could bring it up. This, this, I, this is new to me. I, I didn't realize this. But maybe it's my white privilege, right, that I, I couldn't realize it because, you know, man, where, why are they not talking about just black people? Talk about dividing. Well, they have so much to say, and this seems to be a common thing amongst all these kids. We have so much to say, and yeah. we want to be heard. Go mm-hmm. tell your parents, okay? <laughs> Go tell your parents. Everybody has so much to say. I do, but you know, I keep it to myself because nobody wants to hear it. I I agree with that. (laughs) I agree with that. What do you want me to tell you? I'm on the radio. Nobody wants to hear it. This is just this is just insane to me. Uh, You can comment eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. So you have that. Now it's a uh, an anti cop. uh, Black people. We're not getting enough attention. This is just not right. Thing. We'll get your attention. Also, uh, and you can let. By the way, you can tweet me at Garrett Lewis some responses. On Twitter, you can hit me up, garrettaknst.com. Uh, I will put this on my page and on Facebook as well. Uh, coming up, we'll have your reaction, plus this story up in uh, the Valley in Goodyear. A uh, 13-year-old uh, is, I mean, this really is this really is a sick, twisted uh, child predator. It really is. A hot teacher gets it on with a 13-year-old. Um, and we joke around about the high five. I mean, what if, we, and I, and I've done in the past too. I think it's different when you're like 17. We'll get to this story. Uh, the 13 year old's parents are pissed. Wait till you hear what they said about the teacher. And do you agree? We'll get to that right now. Here's the latest from Fox. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulates you. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Cello 739. What is up? Easter Sunday. It's coming up. It's a good Friday today. Happy Passover. This afternoon, I got a uh, I got a great new uh, Haggadah. That's what you read with the questions. Anyway, it's it's some Jews will be mad at this, but it's called the 30 minutes Seder. Then we eat. Nothing wrong with that. 
The reviews were great. It said something to the effect of, uh, really quick, this is great for American Jews. It won't work out so well if you wake up in Jerusalem, but for the American Jews, it's gonna, you, if you're Jewish, you, you understand. Anyway, uh, three things. Oh, if, by the way, really quick, Easter Sunday, what are you doing? Because you could celebrate Easter Sunday uh, at Old Tucson. Buy one, get one free admission. They have, of course, the signature stunts at Old Tucson. They have kitty rides, a petting zoo. You could even enter for a chance to win a four-pack of tickets at knst.com. Oh, good luck. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Sessions pissing off. I would say every lawmaker that has a brain in D.C. by saying, nah, I don't think we need a special counsel. I'm going to have a uh, U.S. attorney investigate the Department of Justice, even though they're one and the same, and the FBI. Despite all the evidence that shows there's corruption and everything in the FBI, there was lying going on and collusion to try to take down the Trump campaign, and we actually had that. I don't think a, a special counsel is warranted. Of course, we have Robert Mueller, and that was uh, it's warranted based on a bunch of garbage and a, and a, a joke of a dossier. Makes no sense. What is going on? Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and this is um, this is another one right here. This we're going to change it up a little bit. Um, the Trump administration is trying really hard to crack down on wasteful spending. I know it's sad after the one point three billion dollar omnibus. I get it. But he's trying to make sure that immigrants don't mooch the system. They're not supposed to come here and be a drain on the taxpayers. They're looking at ways to uh, to penalize immigrants that take advantage of our system and somehow lie or or get benefits when they're not supposed to. We'll get to that. Third thing, I think you need to know, and uh, and this is pretty good right here, when it comes to the economy, there's more economic news that doesn't get reported, and it's really sad when that happens. Uh, Bloomberg had this story. Consumer sentiment in the U.S. surges to its highest level since 2004. Saw labor market, growth expectations, everything, right? Uh, University of Michigan had this survey. They just published it. Consumer sentiment at the highest level since 2004. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, apparently, you see these stories about people aren't feeling the tax cuts. They don't know, blah, blah, blah. It says here, the advance in confidence uh, is basically following the tax cuts and the one-time bonuses that boosted many Americans' take-home pay. So apparently they are seeing it. So we have that. Uh, I love this I love this uh, email I got. I'll tell you who's represented. This from Dave. I'll tell you who is underrepresented. Anyone with common sense. Thank you. After that video, I'll put that video on my page too at knst.com. Hang on, let's go to Aaron first. Aaron, welcome to KNST. Hello, Aaron. Good morning, Garrett. What's happening? So, uh, you know, there's these... The endemic problem with the teenagers of today is they grew up on reality TV. Hmm. You have the Osbournes, you have real wives of wherever, the Kardashians. They don't want to know when they're going to get their five minutes of fame. And uh, David uh, Hogg and this uh, Gonzalez chick Mm -hmm. uh, that that supports Cuba's rights. And uh, they all want to be on TV. Do they want to make a change? Possibly. And and I, I support the want for for change in america we need change in america but at the same time uh at what cost you know we have there there you know there was that meme of of gonzalez ripping up the the constitution yeah it was photoshopped but they are ripping up the constitution they the same right that that they want to take away our guns is taking away their freedom of speech well if they take away our guns and take away the freedom of speech and rip up the constitution then we're in, say, uh, Korea, 
where you can't tech, uh, you know, tweet about how you felt today, how upset you were with the government. How are they going to get their five minutes of fame? You know, it's interesting, and it's social media. You know, I want to like. I want to be liked. I, who knows? I had a friend of mine, a guy that works here, actually. He had a great point, and I brought up on the show, I think, last week, where he said, you know, the, or even earlier this week, these people, uh, these young people, are they really going to get out and vote? Is that they're not going to get out and vote? What they're going to do is they're going to like stuff and they're going to retweet stuff and they think that they've accomplished something when really that doesn't do anything, right? Do uh, diddly squat? They, yeah, they they, they literally it, it will do zero, zero. So um, uh, I, I, it's funny that you bring up uh, the reality shows and that kind of stuff. Um, now these young people and, and people need to realize this. It's they're hypocritical. And I think they're realizing it. They've been yelling and screaming that you need to listen to us. We may be young, but you need to listen to us. You have to listen to us. You better listen to us. But then when Trump calls David Hogg or the White House calls and says, Trump wants you to be here for a listening session because he wants to listen to what you have to say, he says, screw you, no way, and hangs up and brags about it. And when um, Laura Ingram apologizes for making fun of the fact that he's been rejected by colleges... And the kid, the kid calls for a boycott of her, and she apologizes. He says, "Nope, I don't accept your apology. Not going to do it." So it's almost, it's, it's. I think people are realizing these are just a bunch of brats. They want you to listen to them all the time, but they refuse to hear what you have to say. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's the truth. They're acting like the Kardashians. They're acting like real world. They're acting like all these brats that you see on TV because it gets ratings. Yep. And that's what CNN's looking for. That's what MSNBC is looking for. They're looking for ratings. And that's why they continue to put uh, children like this on TV. Oh, the egg them on. Did you, I want you to hear this. Throw me up over there real quick. We'll get to, we'll get to the story about the kid in Goodyear. Hang on a second. The Allison Camerata. I mean, this, this David Hogg, right? This David, he said so many things that are factually incorrect. He never gets challenged. You can't challenge a kid. Give me a freaking break. If we're going to get in the public eye, you're going to be challenged. Simple as that. Listen to what Allison Camerata said to this said to this, uh, this, this kid, here we go, listen to this. David, I am stunned that four colleges rejected you. What kind of dumbass colleges don't want you? I mean, you've taken the country by storm. How do you explain this? Did they reject you before the Parkland massacre? Or, or how do you explain this? They rejected me about, let me think, about two weeks ago, most of them. It was uh, UCLA and UCSD. I, the way I explain it is we have a heavily impacted university system in, in America, and I think there's a lot of really good candidates that don't get into college, and I think it goes to show that regardless of whether or not you get into college, you can still change the world. The hardest part is just believing that you can and continuing that effort to change the world because you eventually will. Oh, my God. So they, they back him. They, I can't believe this didn't happen. No, I, I find interesting is that college, you know, colleges, they're anti-gun. They're liberal bastions of you-know-what. How are they not clamoring to accept this guy? And then I'm thinking, did he just get rejected because they hit their quota of white people and needed to have more minorities? Is he suffering from that aspect? Should he be mad about it? Uh, it, it apparently, I don't know what his grades are. Loringham tw- tweeted out he had a 4.2 GPA. How do you get rejected from college if you have a 4.2 GPA? You don't get rejected from UCLA for a 4.2 GPA. I, I, don't, I don't get it. you got to have voluntary especially, time. Especially if you're out of state, because you're bringing out-of-state dollars. Yeah. That, that's, that's not going to happen. There's, he, some, there's a, some bigger picture to this that he wasn't accepted. You know what's funny? The, you, you're, you're right. Uh, maybe there was a story I saw that uh, illegal aliens in California are not going to have to pay the increase in uh, tuition fees. So no I wonder how many, how, how many illegal aliens are being accepted to college, and this kid got rejected. And he's not mad about that? 
You know, it's just it's it's too much. Aaron, man, well, thank, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Chag Sameach, have a, a safe, uh, a happy Passover, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You're not offended by the whole 30-minute uh, uh, Seder book, are you? No, oh, man, we got the 15-minute Seder book. I'll give it to you. I was looking at that one, too. I thought that might be too much. Now I regret not buying it. <laughs> hey, man, be good, Aaron. See you, buddy. Yeah, have a good Have a happy Passover. Take care. Uh, it's true. It's true. I've been to some places where it's hours and hours, and I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it, but I like lobster, you know, cheeseburgers, sometimes with bacon on them. But think about that. This kid got rejected from college in California over and over, and they are fighting to make it easier for illegal aliens to get into college and, like, get in there for, like, free or discounted rates. Yeah, here we go. Uh, This is the story I saw. Illegal aliens. This is from the College Fix. Illegal immigrants shielded from University of California out-of-state tuition hike. (laughs) So they'd rather have... Apparently in California, illegal aliens, they don't have to pay more money than some American kid who would pay out the wazoo to go there. Funny how that works. And he's not mad about it. No, no. It's totally fine. I, to- I deserve to be rejected. And CNN just egging him on. How could they reject you? This is craziness. Well, it's a symptom of his white privilege. He's not allowed to have that because he does have white you privilege. You know what? How long right? until he actually says his buddy keeps saying that? How yeah. long until he's like, you know, I expect to be rejected and I'm okay with it because I'm white. You're such a... Ugh, I'll be right. CEO of Apple next week. It's okay. It's <laughs> no, okay. you won't. No, you won't. There can't be a... Listen, they already had two white CEOs. There can't be a third. You had Jobs, Tim Cook. Can't do it. Maybe the girl then. It's got to be a transgender, Hispanic, white, black, Asian, bisexual, lesbian, gay guy, girl, cisgender... Help me. I just hit it all. It'll be, it'll be all of that or what, or just one. Who knows? All right, 750. We'll continue. We'll get to the story uh, in the next hour I got to about this uh, 13-year-old uh, who had a hot teacher who took advantage of him. And the parents are pissed, and they should be. And they should be. We'll talk about it. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. I've made the radio. Hello, what's up? It's Friday, March 30th. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Lawmakers are very mad at Jeff Sessions, Attorney General, because for some reason, he's not he's not doing the right thing. We finally have control of everything, and you get a bonehead like Jeff, Jeff Sessions. All the evidence showing the collusion, the... Um, the dishonesty, the lying, the corruption, the FBI, the DOJ lying about the uh, the dossier to get the FISA warrants, everything that's going on. He's like, no, we don't need a special prosecutor. Special, you know, we don't need special counsel. I'll have a U.S. attorney from the DOJ investigate. Oh, great. So the invest, they're going to investigate their friends. What is wrong with him? Yet Trump gets a special counsel investigating him based on that BS dossier. I mean, it's just it's so frustrating. Second thing. 
that I think you need to know. Uh, and and this is, uh, I think this is really good, actually. Uh, the Trump administration reviewing proposals that could penalize immigrants that use certain government programs, right? They're not supposed to come here and get benefits. You want to be an immigrant to come here, you're not supposed to be a drain on taxpayers. And he's finally cracking down on it. Children's health insurance, tax credits, some Medicaid. These are just some examples. Right? That's that's good. That's really good. It's our money. We're broke for a reason, right? Uh, third thing I think you need to know, and this is something new. Uh, there is a, a, a story here. People's Pundit Daily. It's a great website. Guess what? They did a poll. Americans strongly support the citizenship question. For the census. And I have a story from the Washington Examiner. There are six different uh, questionnaires, three different surveys, all from the government that question and ask people about their citizenship and their status. So this is just a complete farce by the Dems and the media to try to make it seem like, again, Trump is bad, this and that, blah, 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 blah. It's insane. It's insane. Um, again, if you don't know the census for the 2020, they were going to ask, are, are you a, uh, they're going to ask about some, the people's citizenship status. Are you here legally or not, basically? And all of a sudden, this is the worst thing to ask. No, we need to know. Just because you're here as a person doesn't mean you get representation. The illegals do not, they do not get, they should not, they don't deserve representation. They should have extra people in California because they have more illegals. We should have extra members of Congress to influence things. Enough is enough on that. I'm done with it. Uh, we'll get into details on that because it's widespread that people all believe of all different backgrounds, ethnicities, you name it, that that kind of question should be asked. Three things I think you need to know um sorry funny thing just happened uh, during the break my wife called every friday every week my son at a daycare they learn it they have a different letter they they study and they do different they they different words they learn about it this and that and on friday they bring in something for show and tell that starts with that letter right what's today's letter this week is o so you're like that you know what do you bring in that's an o right well, my son loves cars. He loves movie cars. He loves cars overall. It's a cars, 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 cars. So he's bringing in Lightning McQueen. My wife's like, he's stretching it a little bit this week, but it's creative. And I said, all right, he's bringing in Lightning McQueen. And he said, yes, because there's oil in Lightning McQueen. There's oil in the engine. Oh, I like it. I like it. I don't know where he pretty gets creative. it from because I, you know, I've, I'm literally dumb to the fact that there's oil in anything. I can pretty much pump gas and that's it. So. Apparently, he gets that from my wife's side, not mine. She knows where the oil's at. Yeah, she knows. She knows what's in the vehicle. I do not. I barely know. Again, pumping gas, turning it on, putting the correct radio station on. That's that. That's where. That's where I stop. I kind of thought more. you were going to say the the uh, the tires resemble the an O and O. Nah, it's too much. Sense. You know what? I just thought of that. He could have brought in like an Obama doll and brought it in and go. This guy sucks. S sucks. <laughs> That's in three weeks. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. The worst. W, worst. So we have that, which is nice. All right, now that I have kids, um, I'm a total hypocrite about things. But I'm not in a certain way. Look, we joke around about these teachers, and we joke around about how we never had hot teachers and stuff like that. Uh, but right here in Arizona, up in Goodyear, there was a, a good look. Do you see what this chick looked like? I have. Good-looking 27-year-old teacher, the kind of teacher I never had growing up. They never retired on Long Island because they got paid way too much money. They never wanted to leave. It's a gravy train. So anyway, this teacher, um, it's true. I mean, this is a, this, but this is a sick, twisted female teacher. If this was a guy teacher, you'd call him a 
a perv, a child molester, a child predator, everything else. Uh, and there is, a, there is a double standard, all right? Because this is a 13-year-old boy um, that apparently was uh, was flirting, or she was, this, this teacher was flirting, 27-year-old female teacher flirting with the 13-year-old boy. And apparently flirting so much that um, they got it on in the classroom, in her car, Lewinsky's in the classroom and the car as well. 13-year-old boy. Let me ask you this, and I truly believe it, and no matter what, the, the, the law is the law. 17. Is it against the law? I'm sure it is. Minor, a student. But I believe there's a big difference between a 17-year-old boy and a 13-year-old boy. I, I really do. Now, you're still sick in the head. Like, I don't care what it is. You can be hot all you want. You're still a monster. This chick is a monster. Don't you believe it? I mean, we joke around. We high-five, all this other stuff. If it was your kid, if it was my kid, man, you'd be mad. You'd say, what's wrong with you? Why would you, why would you do this? How could you do this? If you in your mind think it's okay to have relations, and I'm saying it in a very nice way, with a minor, you're sick in the head. So, a sixth grade teacher, Brittany Zamora, she allegedly had sex with the boy at least three times, performed the Lewinsky on him in the classroom and in her car from about February 1st through March 8th. It happened at uh, Labrisis Academy Elementary School in Goodyear. She also sent naked pictures of herself to the students. Now, just she's twenty-seven and good-looking. What if, what if the teacher was a forty-seven-year-old man, not good-looking, doing this to a thirteen-year-old girl? You'd say lock him up for life, right? You really would. Well, the parents. The parents were talking to the media. They, they wouldn't look. They were like shot from behind. They had their voices changing because they didn't want their 13-year-old identified publicly. I'm sure everybody in the school knows, obviously. But they didn't want to publicly know. Um, and the boy's father said there, are, there truly are real monsters in the world. As parents, you teach your kids that there's no such thing as monsters at all. There's none. But in the real world, there are monsters. And Brittany Zamora is a monster. I mean, if this happened, we joke around, you know, me personally. Oh, yeah, I'd be great. Nah. You might be if you were that 13, 14, 15, whatever, but your parents, I mean, you, you send your kid to school thinking they're going to be safe. You think they're going to, you want to make, you, you worry about them being safe uh, from school shootings. What about a predator named a teacher? What about that? What about that? So the parents have, they have attorneys and uh, they may sue. They may sue. The student, it says here in the Arizona Republic, told police, Contact began with his teacher, Brittany Zamora. It began with flirting with him on a classroom chat group. They have these now? Do your kids do this? Classroom chat groups? No, but they do They do a lot of their assignments off the web, and it goes through a thing called Parent View, and every week I get a, uh, I get a report of what hmm. websites they went, they went to on their school computers. Okay. Yeah. But a chat group, oh, they chat about assignments or who knows what apparently but she was flirting on a chat group she's obviously messed up in the head now she's married and that's another thing i think of her husband you you gotta you gotta deal with this so 
she started flirting with him on a classroom chat group. She sent him a naked picture of herself and another of herself wearing lingerie. He, the boy told police he also sent her pictures of himself naked. I mean, this, these are dangers, man. This is, what age do you have to give your kid a cell phone, for God's sakes? Like, I might give my kid a cell phone when he gets a little bit older for emergency purposes. It'll be one of those jitterbug flip phones. That's it. Uh, in one exchange that's in court records, the boy told the teacher he wanted to have sex with her again. He's like, I want, I mean, at 13, what do you? She responded, I know, baby, I want you every day with no time limit. She, st- she allegedly texted him, if I could quit my job and have sex with you all day long, I would. Now, a second student told police he witnessed the two of them having sex and then admitted to receiving naked pictures from the teacher. So she was trying to cover her tracks. Uh, look, she's a, uh, she's a pedophile. That's what it comes down to. In her mind, she thinks it's okay to have sex with a child, and a 13-year-old is a child. The father said a 27-year-old monster took advantage of a 13-year-old child. Not just a boy, he was a child. No parent should ever have to go through this. Right? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And people again joking around. The kid's lucky, man. A hot teacher. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The father said about people that uh, did those kinds of comments and said things, quote, they can go to hell, unquote. Because if they had a kid, they wouldn't be asking these questions. This is not a high-five situation. Right? Not a high-five situation. Now, their lawyer said there could be a civil suit, civil lawsuit against the school. I don't know how they came up with this, but the lawyer said, based on what we know thus far, the school had ample opportunity to nip this in the bud. I mean, once it happens, what do you nip in the bud? The school, he said, knew there was an inappropriate relationship going on dating back to it at the very least early February before this escalated into sexual molestation. School didn't uh, comment to the Arizona Republic, but corroboration about those rumors and in-school actions were not immediately made available, though the boys' parents said they're still learning more from their son and others about what has allegedly occurred since the start of this year. I'll bet you his friends knew. I mean, a chat group? Couldn't everybody be uh, open and available in the chat group? Couldn't everybody else see the teacher flirting? Apparently, I read a story, too, where the teacher was giving the student, obviously, uh, favorable attention. Showing favoritism. Hmm. The school said they found a new sixth grade teacher to take Zamora's place and looking for a full-time counselor to be on campus for the rest of the year to bolster existing counseling resources. So we have that. Um, They found out about this, though, by an app, a cell phone surveillance app. The parents, they said that uh, they credit a cell phone app for alerting them to the sexually explicit content on their their son's phone and prompted the conversation that ultimately set the criminal investigation in motion. So the, the son didn't, the 13-year-old didn't claim to be a victim. He probably wouldn't have said anything if there wasn't the app showing it, right? The app is called Century Parental Control. It's uh, available on a smartphone. It monitors Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, things like that. Notifies parents when suspicious content or behavior is detected. So I guess when there's a naked picture sent, the parents are, are told. Right? The parents are told. And they said, without this, who knows how long this would have happened? How many more victims she would have had? And really, they are victims. They are victims. Now, would you, would I feel the same thing if I'm 17? I mean, you're still a child when you're 17, but you're in a different mindset, I think, when you're 13 to 17. You have a 17 year old. 
I have an 18 year old. Or he's 18. And you, how old is uh, 12? 12 or 13? 13. 13. Yeah, if there's, that happened to him, oh, man. There's a big difference when you're 13 year old and you're 18 year old, even when you're 17, comparing yeah. 13 to 17. Big difference. You know, he, but still. He still acts like a kid, even though he's, he's rather grown up. He still acts like a kid. Mm-hmm. He still likes kid things. Because he's a, a, he's a child. Yeah. He's, yeah I mean, Look, yeah. I'm 40 or 42. We're still children. We still are. Literally. You need a spanking? Shut up. Rodney, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hello. Uh, just a couple of comments. For one, obviously, there's definitely something wrong with this woman because, obviously, you know, I'm sure this isn't her first experience with, you know, a man or a male or Well, whatever. she's married. She's married, so. This... Right, exactly. So there's yeah. obviously, as we all know, there's no way a 13-year-old child is going to physically do anything out of the ordinary for a, for an adult grown woman who has interacted with men. So there's obviously something wrong with her. It's some power aspect to it. But on the, I don't want to say flip side, but, and again, not excusing her, but psychologically, physically, we know there's a difference if it were an older man taking advantage of a yep. 13-year-old girl. Yep. And, and, but, I mean, and no excuses at all. She committed a crime. She should pay for it. But in the long run, psychologically, you know, long-term effects, it's just different for men or males than it's going to be if the victim was a 13-year-old girl and it was an older older man that she could, you know, take that with her for the rest of her life and affect relationships and marriage where, you know, a young boy, as he gets older, if anything, you know, it's not, not condoning it, but, you know, he brings that with him as a badge of honor, you know, having, you know, what he considers relationship experience and knowing how to deal with women, knowing how to, you know, so it's... You know, know, I guess it's this way, because there could be a 13-year-old boy that literally gets taken advantage of by someone that he doesn't want to take advantage of him. And here's the difference. This 13-year-old obviously was liking it because he didn't tell his parents, and the only reason they found out is because an app alerted them that he must have got a nudie picture from the teacher. So, you know, if you get get touched by a 27-year-old that is ugly and you never wanted any part of her, that could mess with your mind. But the fact that a hot 27-year-old is like, let's do it, and you're like... Yeah, I mean, because, again, there's a difference between men and women, even at the age of 13. I get it, and you get it. Nobody wants to really talk about it, but we can here. And uh, and, and you're right in that aspect. It's um, it's uh, it's one of those things that uh, even at 13, I mean, 13-year-olds think with one thing. They're all hormonal and are all charged up, 13-year-old boys. And he obviously, she's hot, and he was okay with it. Certainly, was okay like with it. It. and that's going to bring a different yes. psychological baggage with him. I mean, maybe none. I mean, maybe so, but that's going to change the overall outcome for it. And that's why these victims that we worry about, you know, what's this going to do to them long term? How are they going to deal with it? That's why they need counseling, and that's mm-hmm. why all the other things. Well, in this case, I would suspect there's probably not going to be as much long term effect as it would in, you know. No, the only were. thing, the only thing that's going to affect him, in my mind, is the people whispering around him in the hallways and knowing that he did like, you know, if nobody else knew about it, I'm sure this could be just fine. But the fact that people are going to say things and have opinions and point and stare, maybe that will mess with him. But who knows? This, this actually happened when I, in my high school, when I went to high school, a student was caught with a teacher whose husband was also a teacher there. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we remember, you know, we all talked about it. He wasn't 13. He was a little older than that, but it did seem to really, bother any other than the fact that she was fired and got divorced but <laughs> yeah. other than that that's the thing one of the real victims here is this 27 year old teacher's husband i mean this dude got tossed aside for a 13 year old certainly certainly is certainly oh is. i mean it's, and if they had any children of course there would be children as yeah. well obviously. yeah you're right yeah. all right rodney appreciate it man all have right a, take care have a good one 825 you can comment there's there's more that i 
uh, I can say about this as well. And I will. We'll also get to, by the way, again, uh, Chief Magnus getting pulled over for running a red light, a red arrow. Uh, the video is on my page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it so you can see it. We will continue. There. Oh, there's more. Yeah, there's there's more uh, more com- more to the story we'll, we'll share with you. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I mean, people want to know what she looks like now. I guarantee it. I'll, I'll put this story on my Facebook page. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? What is happening? What is going on? Happy Friday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Jeff Sessions letting us down again. He refuses to uh, to call for a second special counsel, this time to investigate the FBI and the DOJ on their corruption when it comes to investigating Trump. All I mean, just it's all there. The documents are all there. Uh, you can't have somebody from the DOJ investigating the DOJ and the FBI. They all work together, but that's what Jeff Sessions wants. He, despite all the evidence showing the corruption, the collusion, he says, we don't need it right now. He's having a a, uh, U.S. attorney investigate. Really? Really? Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster, uh, his administration working on a plan to restrict immigrants' use of government programs. That's right. Penalize immigrants, legal ones, that use certain government programs, like benefits, because they're not supposed to be able to do that. They're not supposed to be here and uh, and be a, uh, a cost to taxpayers. It's not supposed to happen. And they've been getting away with it for a long time, and Trump wants to stop that, as he should. It's our money. We're $21 trillion in debt, for God's sakes. Third thing, I think that uh, you need to know consumer sentiment, highest since 2004. Uh, that's from the University of Michigan, their survey. And they say uh, a lot of it is because of the tax cuts and the bonuses that Americans have, have received. So jumps in the take-home pay. Consumer sentiment is up, 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 up. How about that? Three things I think you need to know. Something else. Before we get to the, um, before we get more to this teacher in just a second, and there's some really incredible stuff. Uh, there's a story that just came out minutes ago in the Washington Free Beacon. Senator James Inhofe, Republican senator, says Trump will be receptive to F-35 sales to Taiwan. This is kind of a big deal. Do you, do you understand what's going on here to Taiwan? Taiwan and China, they're not fans of each other. So Inhofe said Trump, he called on Trump to allow the sale of F-35 jets to Taiwan. He thinks the proposal um, will be looked on favorably because it'll check China's economic and military rise. Inhofe said after eight years of international weakness from Obama, Trump's finally restoring America's place as the leader of the free world. We are no longer going to be afraid of doing what is right and standing up for our allies at the risk of offending our adversaries. That, to me, I, I saw that. I'm like, that's a big deal. I hope Trump does allow that, and he makes it happen. Remember, China claims Taiwan is under its sovereignty, refuses to renounce the option of deploying force against uh, that state should it pursue independence. So they go, we, if you guys want to be on your own, we might uh, destroy you. So if we sell F-35s to Taiwan, it basically tells China, watch it. Watch it. How about that? 
uh, standing up for what is right, just like Trump standing up to China by making sure that they don't steal our our intellectual property like they've been doing it. I mean, it, it, these are these are big big stinking things. All right, now back at eight forty four, back to the story about this uh, this perv teacher, this child molester out in Goodyear. And again, you can't. It's hard to do it. There is a double standard. Look, the fact that she's twenty seven and hot doesn't stop the fact that she is sick in the head and she thinks it's okay to have sex with thirteen year olds. You're a sick child molester. You're a predator when that happens, right? Because if there's a 27-year-old guy doing this with a 13-year-old girl, you'd say he's a, he's a child molester. He's a pervert. So it should work that way. But the difference is, again, um, the 13-year-old seemed to want this. Well, he didn't know what he wants. No, trust me. As I was once a 13-year-old boy. You don't make the best decisions, but you know what you want. And again, he would not have stopped this or called attention to it if his parents didn't realize she was sending him nudie pics and it was, it was, it, this whole thing came to the parents' attention because an app alerted them. He then confessed to this stuff. So, but people had a hard time realizing this. You, get, you got to watch the story. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow it so you can get access to my Facebook page. And you will see the actual, you'll see the, the video, the News 12 story up from Phoenix about how this teacher they had a dream wedding. She was so excited. She put on social media her first wedding dance. It was totally choreographed. She put on social media uh, the size of a ring. Uh, apparently, the husband asked, uh, popped the question. They did this, I don't know, some kind of uh, parachute jump or whatever the hell it was. They did that. But you know what it reminds me of, too, real quick? When people, there are people that like to put everything on social media because it makes themselves feel better about their life. They might have problems at home. They might have problems with a spouse or with a kid. But if they put stuff on social media, that's a lie, but it looks good. It makes them feel better about stuff. It's one of the sick things about social media. And maybe that's what she was doing. Oh, look how lucky I am. I had the great choreographed first dance. Oh, look. Maybe she was never happy and she was always a perv. You never know. She put on this front. Listen to what a friend said. I told the News 12 up in Phoenix, play 105. Uh, and then we'll play the, the other one, which is really sick. Listen to what a friend told uh, the reporter from News 12 up in Phoenix. Here we go. Chris is one of Zamora's family friends. He's jumping to her defense. Utterly ridiculous. To me, it would be the same as saying the same thing about the Dalai Lama or Mother Teresa. Wow. Whatever this is about, um, they'll get to the bottom of it, I'm sure, eventually, and, uh, and, and clear her name. Okay. Maybe she had everybody fooled. People do. Like, I see this stuff. It's sad. People on social media will put stuff down that is not true. They're not happy. Well, right? it's the fake book. It's just the appearance of being awesome. And that's what I, it is. so much better than yours. Exactly. Is what it is. Exactly. And it makes them feel better. Yeah. So maybe she was all about that because they, they said in that story in the beginning of that on, on News 12 that she put so much of her life on social media. Uh, now, ABC 15 had a very interesting uh, comment. Apparently, not only did she try to cover this up, so did her husband. Listen to this. The 13-year-old parents claim last month the school was investigating rumors about the relationship, but they were never made aware. An app on their son's phone tipping them off to what was happening. They say Zamora and her husband called to try and stop them from going to the police. Trying to play stupid, but then she threw her husband on the phone and he was begging me there, begging me to handle this outside of court and not to call the cops. That, wow. That she's a good person, that she loves the kid. Now those parents say they are getting their son all the help they can. I did speak to the school superintendent a short 
short time ago. He says they did investigate possible favoritism last month between Zamora and that boy. Both denied any sort of relationship, and he says they didn't tell the boy's parents because there's no indication it was anything more. Wow. So the school kind of knew about it. Is there favoritism? No, they both denied it. I mean, if the kid was really a victim, he could have said, hey, look, she's having sex with me and I just don't want to. He could have. Would a girl have denied that? Would a, would a 13-year-old have wanted that? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I got to give credit to my mom for the show prep on that. She tipped me off in the ABC 15 story. She's listening on the iHeartRadio app. Happy Passover. Thank you very much. Just really, uh, really interesting stuff, isn't it? Really interesting stuff. All right, uh, we'll continue. Because we can. There's, there's something cool that happened besides this. Not quite as, it's almost as, uh, if you want to go there, almost as uh, cool as if you're like, you know, some hot high school teacher or hot, uh, hot teacher overall, hot teacher overall wanted to, <clears throat> you know, you and when you were in school. This is something different. Imagine, imagine being just a regular guy Regular job. You're an accountant. All of a sudden, you get a call from the Chicago Blackhawks. We need you to play goalie tonight. It happened. The 36-year-old dude. You got to... This is incredible. This is just cool. You're going to like it. Uh, we'll get to that. 9-10 this morning, we'll talk about Chief Magnus getting uh, pulled over and not getting a ticket for running a red light. Not fair. I hope that everybody in Tucson now gets away with it, right? We all should. We should all get warnings. Uh, we'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Bubble discounts. Hey! 8.55 on this Friday. Thanks for hanging out. Again, uh, you can get me on demand just like my wife, and she is lucky. Let me tell you that. She is lucky. Right? Is she lucky? Did she tell you that? Is she lucky? I think she's lucky. Did she tell you that? No. I am lucky to have you on demand to kill spiders and sweep the floor. No. And cook. No? And cook. But anyway, if she did, you're you're lucky. Uh, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. My iHeartRadio channel is there. Ryan puts podcasts of entire shows up. If you missed any of it, you can check it out. He has uh, certain highlights, uh, certain segments highlighted. I mean, everything from Steve Christie on Monday talking about it's a good idea to have a sales tax first time ever in Pima County for the roads. Why? I mean, I grill these people. If you missed any of this stuff, listen to it. It's serious. It's fun. It's immature. It's mature. It's all there. Peter Brimelow is up from yesterday. Oh, yeah. The, That's uh, really good. Yes. The I one like that, that a lot. the guy from VDare.com who yeah. was going to have an immigration conference here at the El Conquistador in Oro Valley, but it was canceled because people thought he was a racist hater and stuff like that. Just so dumb. Yeah. So it's all up there. You can get it whenever you want, especially in the weekends. Uh, iHeartRadio.com, search Gary Lewis. Sunny and high of about 87 today. Upper 80s throughout the weekend as well. That's just awesome. So get this. Chicago Blackhawks. I saw this headline from Deadspin. They played a 36-year-old local accountant as their emergency goalie. Dude was an accountant in the day. Gets a phone call. We need you to suit up tonight. Can you sign just a one-day contract? He played at Western Michigan University. He finished up in 2006. So that was 12 years ago. Dude's, dude's 36 years old now. Scott Foster is his name. He's an accountant. Um, the starting goalie, Anton Forsberg, struggling with concussions. He replaced Corey Crawford. The original goalie's out for the year, right? The backup, Colin Delia, started. So they're like, all right, we need to, we have all these goalies out. We need to sign somebody just in case. So they said, nothing's going to happen. This guy's playing goal. So the emergency backup, 
uh, got hurt. Colin Delius, they had to put this guy in. He stopped all seven shots in the third period. All wow. seven shots. Uh, do we have time? Ugh, you know what? Can you turn that to a to a minute? Throw me a uh, listen. Listen to this. Um, Scott Foster talking to the media. Now the Blackhawks won six to two. He got put in in the seventh seventh uh, in the third period. Stopped all seven shots. He's a he's a guy who's an account. Just like he was funny too, talking to the media. Listen to this. Here we it's go. Fun to be part of. What well, are you going to tell your buddies at goal tomorrow? Uh, I made about thirty saves in a, in a one nothing win. What's the beer league A couple of them. 200 by 85, size of the rink, and uh, white company or something. It changes every year, I think. Whoever's willing to fork out some money, uh, you know, put their name on the front, maybe buy a couple drinks. So what's your day job? I'm an accountant by day. So a few hours ago, I was sitting on my computer typing on a 10 key, and now I'm uh, standing in front of you guys. Just finished 14 and a half minutes of NHL hockey. Wow. Any advice before you went out? Uh, I don't think I heard anything other than put your helmet on. And, uh, <laughs> and now I'm standing here. You see Joel Quenwell just laughing That's as you were getting on the ice? I think I would too. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like staring down a. How cool is that? I like that guy. Isn't that cool? Yeah. What a post game interview. Blackhawks emergency goalie. Get in there. Wait, 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 wait. What? Huh? What? I mean, you're just, okay, okay, you just sit on the bench. Something's going to happen. It's all good. What an experience. You get to play, you know, have a one-day contract. Oh, crap. That goalie got hurt. It's like they've lost three goalies, and they don't, they're on down to the accountant, and he stopped all seven shots. And he get any shot on what you do. Yep, he, he did it. All right, and, uh, coming up in less than 10 minutes, uh, the Tucson police chief pulled over for running a red, doesn't get a ticket. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 12 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. If working with America's number one online lender matters to you, call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 33. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Hello, what's up? It's 9.07 on this Friday, March 30th. Last hour of the week morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Sessions refuses to get another special counsel to investigate the FBI and the DOJ for all of the collusion and corruption. The collusion, the corruption, you name it, when it comes to Trump and Russia. I mean, every all the evidence we have... They're all in on it, creating this whole fake narrative. And instead of appointing a special counsel who's independent, he's like, I have a I have a U.S. attorney who's part of the DOJ, by the way, who will investigate. So the DOJ investigating the DOJ and the FBI is under the DOJ. That should work out well. The hell is his freaking problem? Yet again, Trump has a special counsel investigating him based on a BS dossier. 
And like I got a great email from a listener. What what is it? You know what is it's resulted in? It's resulted in uh, uh, people getting charged with money fraud, wire fraud, whatever it is. You know uh, that that's all. It, it's been nothing, nothing, zero zip zilch. So sad. Second thing that I think you need to know: the Trump administration trying to save us some money, despite of course the omnibus last week. Um, they are looking at ways to penalize immigrants that uh, take advantage of government programs. Yes, they want to restrict immigrants' use of government programs because they're not supposed to get the government programs. They're not supposed to get free stuff. They're not supposed to come here and be a burden on taxpayers. So finally, Trump doing something uh, right. We've been calling for this. He does do a lot of things that are, are good. He did screw the pooch with an omnibus bill. I will take that back once he actually moves money around and builds the wall using defense money. Until then, no. Third thing. That's fair, Ryan. Don't give me a dirty look. That's fair. Third thing that I think you need to know, uh, and this is uh, this is positive, again, economic news that never gets reported. Con- the University of Michigan did their survey, consumer sen- sentiment in the U.S. surges to the highest since 2004. Why are people happy? What's going on? Why are consumers so excited and exuberant? Tax cuts and the bonuses and the boost in pay. That's what it comes down to. Uh, where's the, why would they vote for a blue wave then? If they know that Democrats are, t- I don't get this. I mean, I'm not saying Republicans may lose because they, they screwed up with not getting rid of Obamacare and not building the wall and screwing over Trump. And it makes you not want to go vote for Republicans. But why would people, if they're getting more money back and they're happy about this stuff and all this great economic news is happening, why would they vote for the party that's against the reason the great economic news is happening? I just don't understand that. Do you? And speaking of economic news, those are three things I think you need to know real quick. Uh, Snooki. It's now official. Snooki gets paid more to give speeches at Rutgers than Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton got 25 grand. Snooki got 32 grand. Hillary whined and complained that, um, well, she still lost. And men, nobody tells men to go away and shut up like they're telling me. Again, no, we did. We told Jeb Bush to go away and shut up. We told Mitt Romney to go away and shut up. Snooki got paid more to say, study hard, but party harder. Yep. There you go. Maybe a judge, maybe somebody could sue and get a, a judge to uphold a ruling or something where that uh, there's a warning. If you attend a Hillary Clinton speech, you may get stupider. Yes, that's how I said it's stupider. I've been hearing a lot of her and it makes me stupider. So there you go. Uh, now. Chief Magnus, Chief uh, Tucson Police Chief Magnus, we all know the thing, right? You know, if you're a police officer and you get pulled over, you flash your badge. And you're like, all right, you're part of the brotherhood. We're cool. Chief Magnus gets pulled over by an officer. He has no idea who the officer is, by the way. Not like he should. He has, uh, you know, this, I mean, we're at historically low levels of TPD. We're at the lowest levels they've had since the 1980s. But it's not going to know 800 and something people, uh, that work for TPD as officers and detectives and everybody else. He can't know everybody. I get it. I get it. Right? I get it. But Magnus is literally destroying the morale. Nobody likes him. People don't like him. Would it have been funny if he got a ticket? He, he apparently went through a, an arrow that he thought was yellow, and it turns out it was red. He gets pulled over. Let, let me let you hear what happened. Let's play the, uh, the sound of this. Yes, the first one. 101. The officer approaching Chief Magnus in the city vehicle. It's not a cop car. It's a city vehicle. Listen to this. Hello, 
sir. How you yeah. doing? I saw you there, but I wouldn't have gone through if I didn't think it was still yellow when I did it. Sorry about that. It looked like it was red. It looked no, like you barely I'm sorry. missed it, sir. I certainly had no idea. I thought I was on pretty safe ground because I saw you sitting there, and I thought I wasn't going to go through it. Yeah, it looks like you barely missed it on the yeah, yellow side. Sorry about that. My mistake. That's, it's it's uh, probably not a good idea yeah. even on yellow, so yeah. I, I appreciate that you're out here doing yeah. What you doing? Yeah. So uh, registration, license, uh, proof of insurance, sir. Because I think I need all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, nervous. Yeah, I know. Look, it's his boss, so I get why the dude's nervous. Yeah. But I don't believe. Like I've been pulled over once since I've been in Tucson, and it was driving to work at the butt crack of dawn, going fifty and a forty. I didn't get a warning. The guy wasn't nervous talking to me. No warning, but you need to go to the video to hear him, to, to watch Magnus's face when he's like, uh, license and registration? And Magnus is like, really? Let's continue. Let's, let's hear the next one. Go ahead. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I give warning, so. Well, I'm sorry. As I said, I wouldn't have, uh, if, I, if I thought it was, uh, trust me, I, I know this is a tough, tough intersection, so I would yeah. not be... Uh, uh, it's all right, sir. No, it's not. I appreciate that I, if I got it wrong. Sorry about that. Uh, it's all right, sir. Have a good night, all right? Take care. What's your first name? Adrian Harrison, sir. Adrian. Yes, uh -oh. sir. I, I, I appreciate that you did traffic enforcement. I try, sir. I know it's hard mm -hmm. to fit it all in, so yes. I appreciate that. Definitely, Thank sir. You. Have a good night. Yeah, now, now you're a meter maid. You're done. Had enough of you. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Now, let's be realistic. You know there was no way that he was getting a ticket. But again, it seems unfair because what if you get pulled over today, tomorrow, next week, next month, and they start writing you a ticket? Wait, 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 wait. Why am I getting a ticket, but the chief gets a warning? That's not fair. Precedent has been set. And by the way, how about this guy getting a talking to? You know, what, what's your name? And he tells him his name. Okay, the next day... Chief calls him in his office. You have to start writing tickets. We need money. <laughs> we need money. We need cashish. That's what you got to do. Money, money, money. No no more of this warning crap. Wow. How come he didn't say, uh, sir, do you have any weapons in the car? Listen, maybe it's known. You know, Magnus, I've heard rumors he doesn't even want to wear a, a uniform. Maybe he doesn't wear a weapon. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. They're required to. Yeah. Correct? But, uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Hmm. But the fact that Magnus is destroying TPD, encouraged to destroy it by the city council and the mayor of Tucson, if this guy gave Magnus a ticket, don't you think like he would be a legend among the rank and file? Don't you think that most officers would be like, dude, that guy's awesome? We hate this chief so much. He's destroying us. He's he's not fighting for us. We don't like what he stands for. He's always a social justice warrior. He's he's all about protecting illegal aliens, all this stuff, right? If he gave Magnus a ticket, this guy would be a living legend in the Tucson Police Department. Do you think they're going to give him a crap saying, why didn't you give him a ticket? Oh, of course. I would. What's the matter, man? You can't. You can't give the guy a ticket. He broke yeah. the law. Broke the law. What are you doing? He ran a red. It's not like he was going 45 and a 40. 
ran a red light. I thought it was yellow. Well, even if it was yellow, you're supposed to stop at yellow. Again, I learned that from my brother-in-law. If it's yellow, you stop. Unless it's like uh, totally unsafe where it'll make you more dangerous if you can't stop. But he was, the, the chief was trying to make a left-hand turn. Uh, so there was a left arrow, a green arrow, and uh, it was yellow. So he went, but apparently it wasn't yellow. It was red. So, I can't criticize because. Why not? How many times have I done that? But you didn't I, get I'll never admit but to it. But if you get caught, you know you're getting a ticket. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Well, I got a charming face, and I got I got a good no, personality. You no, you don't. Everything about you. Hey, <laughs> you're you're that. Yay, <laughs> you're that guy on the radio. Huh? No. Well, maybe we would be able to, you know, <clears throat> have some fairness thrown our way. I have gotten warnings before, <laughs> and um, I was totally in the wrong. I was speeding, and he's like, "What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Where are you Where are you going? Have you had any drinks this morning?" I was like. It's like eight o'clock. Well, was, he knows he knows you. You'd was, like to drink in the morning. <laughs> I gotta drop with some movies and, and go to work. This is back when the DVDs are still out. Uh-huh. And he's like, All right, well, just slow it down, please. And you gave me a formal warning. Well, I never got a formal warning. I never slowed down after that either. <laughs> Until you pay. That's how you change <laughs> yeah, your behavior. When it much. costs you more money, you change the behavior. That's the best way to impact people to change their behavior. So what do you think? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Should this guy have given Magnus a ticket? Wouldn't he have uh, just created a great aura for himself? Um, or would he have been felt like he was going to be totally screwed over in the future? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, who wouldn't want to? I can't say anymore. I can't say anymore. All right, watch that video. Check out Magnus's face. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. It's on my uh, Facebook page. Like it and follow it so you can see it. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Um, I did. I just got this message. Um, my ex-son-in-law is a Border Patrol agent. He's a speeder. Whenever he's pulled over, he just flashes his ID and is let off. So that happens. Yeah. Anyway, uh, people had some funny comments on my Facebook page. You can add to it if you'd like as well. It is up to you. And uh, 880K, I'd love to hear, you know, if you're, because I have a lot of law enforcement listeners, if you have a story to share, if you would have done something differently, I would love to hear what you would do. I mean, is it possible to even give tickets to other guys that are part of the uh, law enforcement? Do you just never do it? Unwritten rule, we know that. What if you don't like the person? What if it's just a, you know, a guy like Magnus who is, he's really not what the rank and file are, right? But there's nothing else, you know, no weapons, no this, no that. And eh. All right, we'll continue. I'll get your reaction coming up. Uh, we also have to get to the fact that apparently people actually all over, uh, all over America love the idea of the question that will be back on the census, which is about your citizenship status. They are all about it. So uh, we'll get to that as well. You, you'll be shocked how many people actually support it, right? You'll be shocked. All different ethnicities, you name it. We'll get reaction to all this stuff coming up. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Nine twenty four. Thanks for hanging out. What? Yeah, you got to up your game. Why? Because you have no game. That's true. I'm married. It's okay. The game disappears at some point. Uh, going to be sunny, high about eighty seven. Oh, like you have game. I got game. You have nothing. Game recognized game, fool. Come on. Get out of here. Just ask my wife. Come Go on. Don't ask her. Come on. Uh, all right. Listen, listen. 
Just just think about this. How many times have you seen police officers or sheriff's deputies go 20 miles an hour over the speed limit to get places? I've seen it. You've seen it. They have no problem driving as fast as they possibly can to get someplace. They get away with it. It is kind of crap, isn't it? It is it is it is a bunch of garbage. Um I got a retired officer he writes, uh, I got stopped for 10 over by the sheriff. Yes, I badged him and got a ticket. Years ago, though. All right, it happens. But, I mean, we see this stuff all the time. It's frustrating. Look, Magnus just got away with running a red light. And, again, you see, you know, you try to, every time you see a police officer, you slow down, you hit the brakes, it's a natural reaction, I get it. Uh, and then they fly past you. They fly past you. And you see them roll through a stop sign, they roll right, it happens, you know. It should be equal, right? It should be. But it's not. Tom, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hey, good morning, Garrett. What's up? And just calling about our chief and his actions. And if he'd have been a real leader and he had some character, he would have demanded that his officer write the ticket and just accept the responsibility. It's interesting. Yeah, do what you got to do. You got to do the right thing to keep everybody safe. That's right. You yeah. know, set the example. Mm. Um, set the example. Mm. Do you think that Magnus would be, uh, I mean, people are looking at this as a ha-ha-ha moment. Now, if Magnus somehow, some way, was a conservative, you think the media and the rest would uh, give him a pass and go, ha-ha-ha, this is just kind of funny, look what happened, blah-blah-blah? They'd probably well, be we, ripping him. we know that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah. If it was a conservative, it would have been in front front uh, page and been on every television station, and we'd have been talking about it everywhere. Yep. I think you're right. I think you're right. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Okay, have a good day. You too. Take care. Maybe he could do some public service announcements to make sure you don't <laughs> go through red lights, red arrows, that kind of stuff. Ah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> it's, it, it is a crock. It is a crock of crap, but what, what can you do, right? Nothing you can do. Um, what, getting pulled over? Well, totally. No, no, like, like just, just so he fighting the gas it. And just just fighting it. You can't, you can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't, you can't fight it on that aspect. You just can't do it. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Um, you know what? Let's play. I don't understand where we're getting this. Okay, so let's let's play the Sandra Bernhardt. I didn't get a chance to do it yesterday. Um, Sandra Bernhardt, she was on Rose, Roseanne back in the day. I didn't realize she was back on it again. So Roseanne got the high ratings, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, the jokes, pro-Trump, against Trump, it happens, right? Um, but uh, number 103, Sandra Bernhardt, I don't understand. She's a big lib, and that's fine. She goes on MSNBC to talk about uh, politics and, and just, just listen to the question, listen to the answer. Here we go. White women for Trump. Can't understand it. Don't what? know where it comes from. Other than, you know, being... I think it's a, it's a couple of issues. It's being either under the thumb of your husband. Oh. Or it's... It, 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 for the election, it was being so offended by Hillary Clinton and, and Bill Clinton's legacy that you turned on her or feeling inadequate, feeling like how can somebody be so educated? How could somebody have brought themselves up from their own experience and, and, and you know, gone to the top? Pause it. Hang on. Uh, so uh, why is it white women? So it, she doesn't understand how, why white women would vote for Trump. Black women. Do you understand that? Any, you know what it is? They don't understand why anybody would vote for Trump. Except white men, probably, because we're all racist and misogynist and stuff like that. I ain't white. Doesn't matter. Their, their logic makes no sense. Their reasoning. They have no reasoning. They have no logic. They have none of that stuff. But I don't understand, like, this whole thing where people can't understand that, and apparently women can't think for themselves. 
you know, if that's true, how did I miss the boat? I can't control a damn thing my wife says, does, thinks. Can you? Yes. You, yeah, right. <laughs> Get Jen on the phone right now. She doesn't listen to this show. Exactly. You can't make her. She doesn't even know what the AM channel is. All right. You can't make her. You can't make her do that stuff. That's the whole point. Where are these guys that literally control their wives? I don't have any friends that control their wives and tell them what to think and do. They have mouths. They're big mouth. They're not. They, they're women. It happens. All of a sudden, women are too stupid to do anything on their own. They have they can only do what their husbands say, like a, like it's 1952 or something like that. You got to be kidding me! I I just I don't get it. Do you actually? Do you control what your wife thinks and does? Do you tell her what to who to vote for, what to do? Are you a woman that gets controlled by your husband? Do you not know what to do? You can't do anything. You have to ask him for guidance for everything. That would be so annoying. At the same time, so awesome. <laughs> what? Maybe I'm just too independent of a guy. I, I you, would, you should. I would, you should make me that you sandwich. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> make me that sandwich. Use two slices yes. of cheese. Listen, I have so much. I'm riddled with so much guilt. Happy Passover. That my wife gets mad because we'll be like, "What do you want for dinner?" And I like, I I have something in mind, but then I have I have, I have this guilt that if she doesn't like it, she'll be forced to eat she does something she doesn't like. And she'll be like, can't you come up with an idea? What do you think we should get? And and I'm like, but here's what I also know. Part of the reason I do that is that when I say what I want, she'll say no, because it's delicious and not good for you. Anyway, so it's, let's continue with Sandra Bernhardt. Go ahead. Um, educated herself, fought for, you know, for, for, for rights, civil rights and equality. I, and I think that's threatening to a lot of women. How do you mean threatening to, to because those a lot of women, they've a made lot in of their women, life? Yeah, a lot of women have compromised, given in, you know, gotten married, raised their kids, and not had the, the, the luxury of being able to think for themselves. And Unbelievable. When, when you sacrifice that in your life, when you say, well, I don't think I'm just going to lean on somebody else financially, that means you've got to get up every day and go work. I'm not saying none of, none of these sure. women work. Of course they do. Oh. But you also, there's, there's just that those, those little gradations into how you look at other women Radiations. and the sort of feeling of inadequacy. Wow. I mean, if anybody here is a sexist pig, it's Sandra Bernhardt. Definitely. I mean, holy smokes. Hillary Clinton's a sexist pig. Um, Sandra Bernhardt is a sexist pig. They're out there saying women can't think for themselves because they're women. It's just crazy. And yet they act like they're champions for women. And they're not champions for women. Hillary and Sandra Bernhardt are just sexist, disgusting people toward women. And yet you get these dopey vagina marching chicks that back them, believe in them, and support them because they're too stupid to realize, yes, those ones are too stupid, to realize that they're being ridiculed by Sandra Bernhardt and Hillary Clinton and the left. It really is insane, right? It really is insane. Don't start calling Trump. Trump's not sitting there saying, women, listen to your husbands. They want me in the Oval Office. You have to vote for me. He's not saying that. He never said that. Just like Hillary lied when she's like, Trump supporters don't want black people to have rights. Wait, wait, what? Where did that come from? 
It's nuts, man. It's nuts. Really? Before? Okay. Real quick, real All quick, right. real quick. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Garrett, how you doing, man? Love oh. your show again, man. Thank hey, you, um, Is this lady still living in the 1940s and 50s? I think so. Right now, I guarantee you 70% of the couples that work nowadays, 10% are not said, 70% of the people that are married, two of them have jobs. And then just for a little stab, I threw in there beside Garrett's wife. Nah. <laughs> you know, in, in, in all seriousness, though, you bring up a good point. Listen, we, we live and die by advertising, right? That's what we do in this business. You know, I exactly. sell myself to do this. And, um, you know, there are certain agencies, ad agencies and everything else in there. Guys make decisions. Um, they like to advertise on chick-friendly music stations. That's why you have more, more chick-type music stations than guy music stations, because they feel that women are the decision makers in the home. That, yeah, because okay. that's the way nobody could, no, but that that's just the way they've done their research they do it listen you're not buying a couch unless your wife gives you the approval am i right or am i right uh well i don't know i've been married for 40 years now so it's pretty like i do my thing my wife does her thing and we get along pretty good so hang on no you didn't answer my this question guy's lying yeah yeah man, yeah stop dodging the yeah, question exactly. there, Hillary. let me let me hang on hang on hang on so no, you no, I'm serious. no if you're serious. like if you all of a sudden come home with a couch i want you know what i wanted this couch your wife's gonna say why didn't you? Why didn't you ask me? Well, true. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That's just how yeah. it is, yeah. man. But if she came home with a couch, we're gonna go to ourselves. Why didn't she ask me? But we don't have uh-huh. the stones to say that out loud. Oh, that's exactly. nice. You know, well, I like the paisley. One day, I like to come home with a basketball and say, "Do you like this color?" Come home with a what? Come home with a bass boat. Uh, yeah, but you're not gonna yeah. do it, right? No, I wouldn't. See, that's and then I'd get chewed and I'd be in the doghouse. Exactly. Yet Sandra Bernhardt and Hillary Clinton think women are too stupid to think for themselves, and they exactly. only listen to their husbands. That's the point. That's the yep. point. And Hillary Clinton's the one that came up with the idea of women can't think for themselves. So apparently, she's pretty much aligned with Hillary Clinton. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Mike. Take I appreciate it. Thank man. you, dude. Take care. He Bass tried, boat. He tried to act like a tough guy. <laughs> we know better. Listen, my wife will come home with boxes of shoes. If I come home with a new pair of sneakers because I wore them out working out, she'd be like, oh, you got sneakers? Those? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's just the way. It's just the way it is. You want to know why? Because women are natural-born bullies. They are. They can bully and influence. Oh, really? Now you're not going to say anything? I was just going to say, I, uh-huh. I, I can't deny that. Thank you. I mean, they, 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 maybe they don't even realize they're mean girls. That's why there was that study at the U of A that women at the workplace are much meaner to women at the workplace than men are. It's not even close. Um, women are control freaks. I'm, I'm a control freak. And my wife makes fun of me. And Ryan, you know that. But she's even more of a control freak than me. Right? Man, oh man, oh man. I think you're going to get me in trouble with your wife. I'm trying, but she never... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's- Go home to mommy. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> All right, we'll get into more of this. It's true, though. I mean, it's it really defies logic that women are, and that's with the advertising. Why should I advertise on KNST? Because men suggest it, hoping, and then women will go, okay, it makes sense. But, like, we don't have the guts to just be like, yep, I went out and got this. Done it a few times. Came up with a new gun home one time. A new yeah, what? A new gun. Yeah, I bought this. She's like... Okay, that's not like bringing home like flower pots or something, which you got to run by her anyways because yes, they're flower but pots. But I bought it. I wanted to buy a new firearm, and I just went out and got it. And there was uh, how much did it cost? Yeah, those they were questions. Oh yeah, 
And I'm not going to ask questions, you know, because I when she comes home, I I, just, I had to do some shopping today. I don't. All right, cool. You want to know why? Because I'm hoping I can go get something and and just you know whatever you want. You're whatever you want. I'm not going to question. If that's what you want, that's great because I want to come home with something too. But when I come home with something, that's when I sit down. The spotlight comes on. It's very hot. <laughs> The lie detector test comes out. You better have every good reason under the sun yes. ready to go. Yep, yep, yep. That's how it is. All right, we'll continue. We have this, and we have uh, the great. There's a great poll showing that more most Americans want the question if someone is a citizen or not on the census. It's coming up. Here's Fox. Nine forty four. It's Friday. Thank you for hanging out. We're not the ones that offend the women. It's Sandra Bernhardt and Hillary Clinton. Those are the ones that offend the women. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one. Oh, yeah. Again, Jeff Sessions letting everybody down, including lawmakers, is really, really, really bad. Again. Uh, yes, he refuses to uh, have a special counsel investigate the FBI and the DOJ with all their FISA troubles, all the collusion, all the documents that have come out to prove that there's bad things happening. He's like, I'm going to have a U.S. attorney do it. I don't think it warrants a special counsel. Are you kidding me, clown? Second thing I think you need to know, the Trump administration is looking at ways to stop legal immigrants from mooching off the system for taxpayers. That's right. They shouldn't get the tax credits, the tax breaks, certain benefits. They're not allowed to do that. Immigrants are not supposed to come here and be a burden on the system. Third thing, I think you need to know, and this is another one, the economy seems to be doing okay. Uh, Turns out, and Bloomberg had this, University of Michigan, uh, consumer sentiment, is the highest it's been since 2004. Like, again, people are excited about the economy. They're, they're, they're good with it. The Democrats literally have no idea, no idea to do anything better. They have no ideas. The only thing that's going to stop the Republicans is themselves, which is what they, they're trying to do, it seems like, to screw over Trump so people don't want to go out and vote for him, or at least for the Republicans. Let's just put it that way. You'll see in a second. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now let me bring this to you. This is people, uh, people's pundit daily. They do great polling. They were like one of the only places to actually predict the 2016 election correctly. People's pundit daily.com. Uh, the poll Americans strongly support citizenship question for census. Cause remember I had the, the Dems, the media tried to make this big deal this week. No, it's how it's like falling off the wayside because I think they realized most people are actually okay with this question being asked. Because, you know, it just literally just dropped off. It just it just disappeared, right? See, the Commerce Department Secretary, Wilbert Ross, put out a statement that the Commerce Department determined that reinstatement of a citizenship question on the 2020 census questionnaire is necessary to provide complete and accurate census block-level data. Right? So they're going to put it on there. Um, and, and the reason this, if you don't know, and I think you do, but just in case you don't census has taken every 10 years to, to gauge the population. And if people all of a sudden population goes up in one area, then they need more representation in Congress. Well, it should be based on legal citizens. If illegal aliens are someplace, they don't deserve more representation. And think about it. You're going to have lots of illegal aliens in the state of California, which means they would get more representation in Congress. So you have more wackos trying to push wacko things. That's not fair. Not fair. And when it comes down to it, it crosses party lines where Americans think, why shouldn't you ask if you're a citizen, if you're here legally or not? A Rasmussen Reports telephone survey, an online survey, found a supermajority, 
66% of Americans agreed the census should ask respondents whether they are citizens of the United States. 66%. This is why this story has disappeared. Literally, today is a slow news day. A slow news day. There's nothing that's gripping off the headlines. And this story is gone. Only 25% disagree. Now, this is pretty cool, too. You ready for this? This measure, the question, is supported by 65% of whites, 64% of blacks, and 70% of other races and ethnicities. So it goes across everything. And everybody, I'm telling you, it's an American thing. 89% of American adults agree it's at least somewhat important for the government to get an ac- as accurate account of the U.S. population as possible in the census. 69% say it's very important. So we have that, right? This is really incredible. And this is after the California Attorney General, Javier Becerra, became the first of 19 Democrats to announce he will sue the Trump administration if they do this. It may be popular in California, but it's not across the country. I mean, this is this is even 53 percent of Democrats disagree with Becerra. Wow. So um, historically, the U.S. asked a citizenship question from 1820 to 1950, but I don't buy they did it after 1950. I think it was 1970, 80, 90, 2000, but not in 2010, because I remember reading the one that Bill Clinton put out the census in the 2000 census. It's there. Matter of fact, there was a story that I I had uh, in the prep from the Washington Examiner. Because what happens is this. This is why Democrats and big government Republicans, they want control over the Internet. They want control over lots of things because they tell you something and they want you to believe it even if it's a lie. But as soon as something like this comes out, oh, my God, the census, they're going to ask if someone's a citizen. That's racist and stuff. This is terrible. What are you doing? And people see that. And you know what they do? They go research it online. And news stories come out, and they find them, and they find the research, and they say, well, this has happened for a long time. It's not the first time. Why are you freaking out? And then these Dems and big government Republicans go, holy crap, they already know. We can't just rely on the media to put out fake news and wrong information, because people have the ability to get it for themselves now, which is, again, why they always want regulations, because they want to regulate what we can, what we can know. It's crazy. You'd never think this would happen in America, but it's true. It's true. You made me think. Is there a question on it that asks if you're a male or female? Wait, I'm, I'm still, I'm still on here. Get over here, you. Still on the whole thing that you made me think. You had me at hello. Go drink your French pressed coffee. Wait, what? <laughs> There's probably a question on this. Is are you male or female? Right? Are you male ah. or female? Are those people going to start freaking out that you can't ask them that? It's racist and stuff. And sexist and, and cisgendered. Yeah. Cisgendered and um, just not nice. It's just not nice. <laughs> well, get this. Washington Examiner. At least six regularly conducted population surveys, including one done jointly by New York and the New- U.S. Census Bureau, have asked immigration and citizenship questions, according to a guide that throws cold water on complaints about it being asked and on the upcoming 2020 census. And what's more, three federal agencies, the Census, Customs and Immigration Services, and the State Department produce immigration and citizenship data. Oh. 
The Internal Guide to International Migration Statistics, the Sources Collection and Processing of Foreign-Born Population Data, and the U.S. Census Bureau, detailed how each different survey in recent years added immigration, including the questions were asked. Guide was drawn up in 2002. How about that? Directly changes, uh, cha- I'm sorry, it directly challenges charges from liberal lawmakers that Trump is making a major change to the upcoming census by adding a citizenship question. How about that? And I like this. Some news stories have wrongly said the question hasn't been part of the census since 1950. BS. It's absolutely not new and 100% constitutional as well, said an administration official, noting that a citizenship question was included on the 2002 census. Huh. So there you have it. Do you want to know where the surveys that have the immigration questions are? They're included in the American Community Survey, Current Population Survey, Survey of Income and Program Participation, National Health Interview Survey, American Housing Survey, New York City Housing Vacancy Survey, the liberal bastion of of garbage, New York City. They asked the question. In the New York City Housing Vacancy Survey, it says, under immigrant status, interviewers asked, did the referenced person move to the U.S. as an immigrant? In what year did the person move to the U.S. as uh, move to the U.S.? American Housing Survey, are you a citizen of the U.S.? It's all there. It is all there. Incredible stuff. So um, people back it. They like it. And that's why the media and the Dems stopped talking about it because they realized we're just shooting ourselves in the foot again. Again. 953, we'll be continuing for Don't Go Anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Go Station. The jury says not guilty on Lisa Brady, Fox News. The widow of the man who killed 49 people at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, sobbing in court as she was cleared of helping her husband and lying to investigators. Defense attorney Charles Swift. When we looked at all of the facts, all of the truth, when we looked at all of it, it was clear for the jury. It was clear for everyone. And then we look at her actions. It was clear that she didn't know. Nor Salman's family says they are grateful for the verdict and sorry for the victims of the nightclub massacre. The Palestinian Health Ministry now reporting at least 12 dead, hundreds injured after a day of clashes along the Gaza border. This was originally called for to be peaceful demonstrations here, but they quickly did turn into violent protests with uh, Palestinians throwing rocks and burning tires. Fox's Connor Powell in Jerusalem. Israeli officials had promised to respond with force. The Palestinians plan weeks of protests leading up to the 70th anniversary of the founding of Israel in May. Dozens of diplomats from around the world are packing their bags a day after Russia announced retaliatory expulsions. Fox's John Decker is live at the White House. Not unanticipated. That was the reaction from the White House to the news that Russia expelled 60 American diplomats from the country. White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders also saying the U.S. will deal with it. Russia kicked out the Americans in retaliation for the U.S. expelling 60 Russian diplomats earlier in the week as punishment for Moscow's involvement in the poisoning of a former spy and his daughter on British soil. Sanders said Russia's expulsion of the 60 Americans and closure of the U.S. consulate in St. Petersburg marks a further deterioration in the U.S.-Russia relationship. Lisa? Russia, meantime, which still denies involvement in the poisoning, testing its new Satan missile for the second time. That's the one it claims no one can intercept. Fox News, fair and balanced.